So why did you guys leave so early, or what time did you actually leave to get here? Oh boy, <laughs> this this whole this whole weekend was an experience for sure. Where, so where were you? Also, I knew you were at the run, but where was it? So we went to Tahlequah, which okay. is an hour and fifteen minutes, hour mm-hmm. hour and a half from here, and my my wife likes to run. Yeah. As you're aware, yeah. <laughs> and so this this race wasn't actually even for her. She was running with a friend who was doing a 62 mile run. Yeah, that's so she insane. was coming in on the last 18 miles to help pace her, meaning that she was going to help like motivate her through and keep her time at you know whatever yeah. they had agreed on. And so that wasn't until like at night on Saturday, <laughs> yeah. like literal night. Like they were expecting. She was expecting to start around like I don't know seven, mm-hmm. six or seven to start running, but because of delays with with them running and um, and the weather, yeah, it got pushed back. So she didn't start running until close to nine. Holy I shit! Think. Yeah, and she's just like waiting and, the whole time too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were just waiting at this like we we had rented a cabin mm-hmm. and uh the cabin up there by the illinois river uh not great i was expecting <laughs> something i was expecting something like the uh the airbnb that we stayed in uh-huh. when we went to fredericksburg yeah this was not it at all <laughs> oh, like damn. i i was gonna take pictures but i didn't want a ghost to hop in my phone and haunt, <laughs> haunt my iphone uh, but like it, it looked like a fucking nightmare there. Like it, like the the floors were all gross. The boards in the floor were like creaky, uh-huh. but not like scary. It's just more like you would just stub your toe. Yeah. Um, and you would want to wear like socks or shoes everywhere because the floor is just so gross. Yeah. Uh, parts of the wallpaper were were peeled off and yeah. not even bothered replacing. <laughs> there were like giant cracks in the wall. Uh, the ceiling had that like the old popcorn ceilings, uh-huh. you know. But it, you could see where there was some water damage oh, previously. Yeah, the water damage. Oh my god! And they tried to patch it, but they didn't really give a shit how it looked. Yeah. Um, and everything smelled like like toilet water. Uh, like it was, it's just so gross. And I have a terrible sense of smell, so if I can smell something, yeah. that means it's usually pretty pungent. So this is holy shit. It, it, it was terrible. It was terrible. And then like anytime somebody tried to make food, it just. It was not good. Like, for whatever reason, it's just... Nothing works. It's like eating styrofoam, yeah. So, um... So it was a great admit, trip. It was a great trip. We're going back there next weekend. Um, We're actually so, thinking about putting an offer on it. And uh, not to fix it up, you know, just because it's so nice already. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll just take a, 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 a paint bucket yeah. and just set it in a room somewhere and I'm sure it'll just magically paint itself. Um, but no, we, my wife didn't get run or get done running until three o'clock in the morning. Holy and shit. It, and, and it stormed last night. Here. Wow. Um, and it was a pretty big storm. There were, uh, yeah, it was kind of storming here there, last night. Did it? Yeah. Was it you? I, yes, I'd stretch from Houston to you guys. I wanted to give her a little love tap. <laughs> hey, Randy, we're just thinking you. about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there were a tornado, not warnings, but um, yeah. I guess alerts or whatever. Um, luckily, that wasn't the case. But my wife is afraid of the dark, and mm. she was not thrilled about having to run at in the dark yeah. to begin with. But on top of that, um, it was storming. And on top of that, oh. she got she started getting sick yeah. on Friday, the day before. So, about that. 
Yeah, so she didn't uh, wasn't wasn't feeling great, but she she powered through like a champion, yeah. and uh, she made it out the other side. So by the time <laughs> she was done in the morning, we went to go pick her up, her and her friend, and uh, we uh, we came back to the cabin, and uh, she was like, "Let's just go home." Because yeah. <laughs> the, the, the the bed there was a nightmare. Yeah. Like it was it was wrapped in plastic. I think it was just like a not a twin, but maybe a full. Mm. And the the frame it was sitting on creaked like a motherfucker. So yeah. anytime anytime you moved at all, it made this super loud noise yeah. when you were shifting. So neither one of us got any sleep while we were there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were just happy to come back and sleep yeah. in our own bed. And, so it's like whatever. Oh. I'll just come home. I'll just drive home. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and then the the shower there um, was fucking filthy, and uh. nobody felt comfortable taking a shower. So none of us showered like from Friday <laughs> on. So the first thing I did when I got home last night, well, early this morning, yeah. is take a shower and rinse all that that filth off me. Um, Damn. So it. Oh, and on top of that, <laughs> on top of that, when uh, we loaded up the car and everything to leave, we told everyone bye, and we go. I hop in uh, Brandy's Jeep, tried to turn on the car, dead. Uh, and it was four thirty in the morning. Wow! And it was raining, and all of us were miserable. And um, luckily, the uh, one of the other couples that was there that was getting ready to leave was still there. Yeah. And they gave us a jump, sure. and uh, we were able to make it home, but. God, it's like every everything that could go wrong went and wrong. And then we looked, we got inside the car, and there was a possum in it. It was like <laughs> I felt like that story could just keep going. It, it really could. Shit. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Eagle Damn. Bluff Lodge. Go check it out. It's a great resort. <laughs> They're the sponsor of this episode. Yep. Eagle Bluff Resort. If you're looking for a true nightmare experience, Eagle Bluff Resort. They only sponsor us in the October episodes, just the horror episodes. They're like, you seen Vacancy? We've got it. Come on in. Our rooms are always available because nobody wants to fucking stay here. You guys just like walk away at 3 a.m. As you can see, another room opened, so you can stay there as well. Uh, it's not clean. Oh, we don't clean. We just make the bed again, so it's right. totally fine. <laughs> they don't even do that because you have to take you have to take your own sheets. You have to take your own comforter, your own pillows. Like nothing is provided for you other than a trash can. What? It's fucking bizarre. Yeah, the the bed is what? wrapped in plastic, so it's clearly not for sleeping. Yeah, it's just for, for murdering. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, if you are Dexter and you're trying to murder somebody <laughs> as they're trying to float down the the river, yeah, that's the place to go. Damn. Eagle Bluff Resort. You're not allergic to tetanus, are you? <laughs> this sounds magical. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm thinking Amanda and I need to book a trip now. You know, just a little getaway, a little weekend thing. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. Totally worth that uh, that 10-hour drive for you guys. <laughs> and then we'll just turn right back around. Yeah. Just a oh, one-night deal. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Well, what do you say? Uh, you know, we want to sh- you- you're tired. Uh, it's Sunday. <laughs> Let's just get through this. So uh, we're doing it. Sound good? <laughs> we're just barely doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it not, on fumes, I guess. Not on that plastic bed mattress thing. No, no, definitely not. Sexy. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. And uh, today's show topic is Horror Hodgepodge. I like that it's name. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's alliteration, so it's got to be wonderful, <laughs> exactly. right? So we, we, 
we have a ton of horror adjacent things that we wanted to discuss and um we didn't really have room for putting them in the other episodes uh so we figured we would just do a uh a scatter shot of horror yes. topics this time um and not everything is straight up horror some stuff is yes. just kind of on the fringe of it but um but yeah we we figured we'd uh go ahead and, and do this episode and get a lot of that stuff yeah. out of the way because I know there was a lot of stuff that we had to say about different things that we'd come across, so this yeah, is yeah. that opportunity. There's a bunch of stuff, yeah, I just haven't had a chance to mention yet um, from other shows or I've got to take it out of my notes because we didn't have time or whatever, so yeah, just kind of put it all in here, so it'll be good. We'll just have a, a quick discussion and uh, hopefully not too long for either of us, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a good little episode, though. But we're going to go episode by episode for The Vampire Diaries, so strap yes. in. <laughs> Well, we're doing a short hodgepodge episode, but it, we're also taking an additional hour to review the first episode of Vampire Diaries. That will yes. be in addition to this, uh, <laughs> and then we'll probably do another one and just keep doing that, just these extra episodes, because we, we need to do more of that. <laughs> <laughs> we need time to cover it. Right, yeah. You can't just do a one and done. No. you got to go episode going. by episode. <laughs> uh, we might even do a scene-by-scene scene breakdown. Yeah. Oh, really wow. analyze it. That sounds really, yeah, like a super bad, like we did super bad, <laughs> yeah. but a Vampire Diaries episode. <laughs> yeah. People are, are whatever, however many listeners, 10 of them or so, will we'll drop mm-hmm. down in half pretty quickly, I think. The wives <laughs> will still listen. I'll still listen. I, I won't. You won't be. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so before we get on to that, let's uh, remind our listeners to be sure to follow us at uh, LTASpod on Twitter. And if you've got questions or show topic ideas or anything you want to run by us, uh, be sure to email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And one more time, that's let's talk <laughs> let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. It's a mouthful, but Trust us, it's worth it for you to email us. Um, and speaking of which, we got a delightful email from Mr. Kent Blue, a uh, friend and listener of the show. And he sent us an email regarding Monster Squad, and he rightfully shamed us for not bringing Ooh, yeah. up a certain aspect of that movie. Yeah. Uh, something that you and I had intended to discuss, but it just left our minds uh, uh, as yeah. we were recording. I have so. no excuse, but uh, <laughs> without further ado... Uh, I shall read this email from Kent Blue. Sure. So, here's a story about Monster Squad. I watched this movie way back in my childhood. I was probably eight or nine. I loved it so much. But the weird thing was years later, when I would bring this movie up, no one had ever heard of it, let alone seen it before. So there was a good 10-year period of my life where I believed I made this movie in my mind. Then, (laughs) finally, in my late 20s, I finally met someone who had seen the movie before. It was a relief, but also a bit, uh, a bit of a letdown because I was super cool for creating this, this thing in my mind. Also, shame on you guys for not mentioning that Wolfman has nards. Kent. Uh, it is, is truly a great shame. It's one oh, of many man. I will drag to the <laughs> grave with me. Um, yeah, because as we were recording it, I was like, oh, and don't forget to mention Wolfman has yeah. nards. So, yeah, I mean, it's like it, the main it, thing that people mention. Um, yes. Uh, speaking of, too, I also thought about this because whenever I grew up watching this movie, um, like my family watched it, my brothers and stuff, but I also took a long time before me to meet anybody who had seen it. And uh, I believe it was my MySpace page uh, <laughs> years ago that I put a quote and it said, Wolfman has nards. And I said, if you can name this movie, um, I'll give you a cookie and like something stupid like you're the ruler of the universe or whatever. And like nobody responded for like, a year 
And then randomly, <laughs> like a friend of a friend at school, because, you know, MySpace was back when I was still in school somewhere, high school or something. Uh, yeah. Some, like, friend of a friend was like, that's that stupid movie Monster Squad. Give me my fucking yeah. cookie. And I was like, oh my God. No. You you just disrespected that movie. You do not get a cookie. And I was like, that was my first experience meeting anybody who else had seen the movie, and he didn't like it. I was like, this fucking guy's a loser. Uh, I didn't say that as much back then, but I would have. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's funny that it took a long time too. But uh, then this you know random kid was like, no, I hate that movie. And then but everybody else, once I've actually talked to people that have seen it or I've introduced people to it, uh, like you or uh, my friend mm-hmm. James here. Uh, who I worked at Alamo with, um, he didn't see it until he was an adult as well. And I was like, okay, well, what do you think? And he was like, oh, it's awesome. And I'm like, okay, yeah. yes, you are correct. We're still <laughs> friends. So. so, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I never thought I made it up in my mind, but I, I, could, I could believe that. <laughs> well, it is a cult classic, right? So it's not For something sure. that people necessarily flock to in the theaters, but yeah. got picked up afterward. Yeah, it was um, really like and- on video, like I mentioned last time. Yeah, like that people just kind of found it and went with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the uh, the guy that contacted you on MySpace, I think he probably secretly liked it, but mm. you're at that age where you're like, oh, that dumb movie He's or whatever, cool. you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, I did murder him. Oh, okay. That. So I, I'll never know, but I'm going <laughs> to believe that he was a dick. <laughs> I know a uh, cabin in Tahlequah where you can bury his body. <laughs> Nobody will ask any questions. You mean you found the location where I buried his body already? Oh, okay. There, there you go. That <laughs> I actually own that property. I, I, I keep it shitty so no one sticks around. <laughs> yeah. then, well, that's a good way to do it. But then people like you go, and you're like, maybe it's a hipster thing. You bring your own sheets. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and there was also a uh, a gang of wasps hanging around yeah, that place, but they weren't cool. hanging around a like wasp hive. Yeah, they were just like on the side of the house, just being dicks. like there's. Yes, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing. I've never seen that before in my <laughs> life. Like, there's always a, a wasp hive somewhere, but they were just like on the side of the house, mm. just where, just chilling. And there was like probably uh, eighty to a hundred of them. Oh wow! Yeah, and they were smoking cigarettes. And you guys actually went them. in the house after you saw this. Like you stuck uh, around. Yeah, we we already had all of our shit in the house. <laughs> we didn't notice it until uh, midway through the the second day, uh. but. Uh, yeah, one of them tried to sell me weed, and I was like, oh, wow. nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> He's like, okay, he was, with, <laughs> he was playing with the switchblade. So. We, we have a gang of wasps outside. <laughs> Fantastic. Um. But, um, but yes, yeah, thank you for your, for your email, Kent. Uh, we yeah. are truly ashamed of not mentoring, mentioning Wolfman's Nards, yeah. but um, we have since... Uh, Mentioned it on the show, thanks to you. So there you go. we appreciate it. Uh, another thing we forgot to mention was the Rotten Tomatoes score for uh, Monster Squad. We were just we we're just having too <laughs> much fun yeah. last weekend, I guess, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, totally totally forgot. So, uh, Stephen, what did they have on uh, Rotten um, Tomatoes? So it is a fifty six percent, which uh, is hmm. unfortunate. I think it should be higher, but I also understand yeah. as we talked about, it's not so much loved by critics uh, or people with money. Uh, that actually bought <laughs> tickets to go to the theater. But, yeah. damn it, if you could watch it for free somewhere, you'll love it. Uh, yeah, but it's really good. I, I think it should be higher than that. Um, to me, it's like, it's nostalgia as well, but it's it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. So, um, All right, so The Monster Squad is actually now available to stream on Hulu. Oh, okay. Um, cool. I just noticed it using the, uh, the Just Watch app Excellent. that you had mentioned a while back. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you've never seen the Monster Squad, go check it out. Go confirm for yourself that Wolfman 
Yeah. May or may not have nards. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, he does. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, <laughs> go check it out. So um, that's, uh, that's all we got to say on that. So let's move on to our favorite part of the yep. show, which is, Stephen, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Leiden Kugel. Uh, so I got this Leiden Kugel. Uh, it is a Harvest, harvest Patch Shandy. Uh, a vice beer brewed with honey with natural flavors. So honey and then some other things. Uh, <laughs> that sounds a little ominous to me, which is good for October. Can I, let me see the, the label there. Got that bad one? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I'm not joking. I almost oh. had that one today as well, <laughs> but I went with another one. That's so. hilarious. We haven't done that yet. We keep talking about no. how we might nope. end up doing that, but that's funny. So let's let's take a drink. Go for it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very, um, it's very like pumpkin pie ish. Um, it has mm-hmm. like the same like the. I get the honey, I guess too, but it's like cinnamony and that kind of stuff, nutmeggy. Uh, yeah. But it's good. It's not. We'll see how as I go. It might it might become too too much for me as I'm going, but for a, for a couple sips and stuff, it's pretty good. I dig it. Oh well, good good. Uh, for mine, I traveled to. Uh, to Oktoberfest this weekend, uh, we oh, had yeah. one here in Tulsa. And, uh, we had some beers out there. They had some nice uh, German Oktoberfest beers. Did you get drunk? Um, um, I did off of one because we had these like massive, massive. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember what they're called. There's some like German word for big ass cup. Oh yeah. Uh, or but it was like a, a giant mug. Yeah. Um, I feel like I know that too, but I don't think of it. <laughs> we're such losers. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Uh, it proves that we're not alcoholics, there I guess. Go. Maybe? I guess so. Potentially. Um, but also, uh, talking about uh, beers we drink every week on the show might counteract that. That's true. But anyway, um, I decided that uh, for the show this week, I was also going to have an Oktoberfest beer, awesome. which I haven't had uh, in October yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this one, I, uh, I traveled to... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you all the way to the the wild German town of Shiner, Texas, oh. for a <laughs> Shiner Bach. Uh, That's funny. I've never had theirs. Marzen style Oktoberfest. Oh, and uh, and you had a you had the Carb Oktoberfest last week. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So you had what? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess I haven't provided my own. Is, there you is go. What yes. I was, uh, referring to, but uh, we'll try this one. Um, I know Shiner's. Uh, you know, big in Germany. <laughs> or not at all. I don't know. There's a large German population in Texas. Does that work? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Fredericksburg, right? Yeah. Yeah, that tastes like uh, Oktoberfest. There you go. Yeah, that's good. They're all. That's the thing I've noticed. Uh, you could say that I'm a beer aficionado, <laughs> and uh, uh, they all just taste the same. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> it tastes like Oktoberfest. I really don't get that much difference between Oktoberfest, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I know. It's uh, That's okay. But yeah, the um, Oktoberfest beers, snatch them up while you can because um, they're all pretty delicious, and then they go away for, <laughs> they just go away. They just I go don't away, know why. and it's so sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, let's keep drinking on these as we get into uh, our hodgepodge of horror and other things, starting with, yes. uh, I, I linked to this, there, this is still sort of a rumor because it hasn't been like officially uh, noted, I guess, from Marvel, but uh, Slash Film had said that Avengers 4, the um, as, as yet untitled uh, one coming up, is bringing back Iron Man 3 whiz kid Ty Simpkins, the, the kid that uh, helped Tony and all that stuff, uh, which I linked to because I liked that kid a whole lot. I liked him in Jurassic World, and I'm really glad that they're going to bring him back, so hopefully this actually works out. 
Awesome. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. I didn't have a chance to read the uh, the linked article yeah. because again, when we were in Tahlequah, we had no <laughs> service out there. So it was it was a delight out there. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned <laughs> before, but uh, Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Go go get yourself some uh, some shittiness. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that that's awesome. I wonder in what capacity. I know. Like it's. I mean, it could just be like a cameo or something yeah. like that. You know, every time, every time there's a, uh, a a role announcement on one of these movies, people always assume, oh, it's going to be this major character or yeah. this major major plotline is going to happen. But sometimes it's just like cameos yeah. and just one off things here or there. So um, yeah, I can. I, I guess I'll, I'll just eventually see the movie. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and <then laughs> see, see how it pans out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some people on on Slash Films comments did say that like, oh, that would have been a nice cameo surprise, you know. But because uh, mm-hmm. he was linked on uh, the IMDb uh, cast list, just not like on the official cast list yet for it. So we'll see if he plays a bigger role. Yeah, it'd be cool with a cameo or whatever. I just I was like that'd be neat. Uh, it made me think of like The Incredibles, where it's like maybe. He'll, like, have used the, the shop that Tony had built for him at the end of Iron Man 3, and, like, he's, like, trying to be, like, I'm your sidekick, Tony. I, I built these things. And, like, the, Tony will just be, like, no. And, like, that'll be it or whatever, you know? Like, something. I don't know. It could be anything. So, uh, yeah, I just like that they're kind of bringing stuff back to make the universe even more cohesive from, like, past movies and stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah. Or Tony just snaps his neck like in Man of Steel. What? And it's like, this is this is new Marvel, bitch. <laughs> When Marvel goes post-Marvel and into DC territory. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought, they want those man? One, they want those Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. Wonder Woman ratings? Ratings, glory. Dollars. Dollars. All and with that it. Wonder Woman box office. Oh, man. That's oh, this is going to be a great show. Um, <clears throat> it's fantastic so, so far. <laughs> <laughs> so slightly dipping our, our toe into... Um, the world of monsters yep. in a way. Um, I finally got to see Kong Skull Island. Yes. Um, before we left uh, our home on Friday and uh, fled to the wilderness of Tahlequah, <laughs> Oklahoma, I downloaded a bunch of movies to my phone uh, oh, cool. to watch, and uh, Kong Skull Island was one of them. And I bought it, I don't know, a few months back mm. because it was on sale on iTunes. And I knew I definitely wanted to see it, so yeah. might as well buy it. I hope you liked and, it. Uh, oh, man. I really did. Oh, good. It, it, even I watching it, it on my phone, yeah. I, you know, I, if you hold it up to your face close enough uh, to, to where it will yeah. ruin your eyesight, it, it's fine. It's fine. It seems um, Yeah. Um, I had my earbuds in, so, you know, it, it sounded loud enough for yeah. me, so no issues there. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. I really did. Um, the, the only thing that I thought was weird is I thought Tom Hiddleston's character was... Um, to borrow your uh, nickname, <laughs> a little milk toast for me. Uh-huh. Like I, I don't, I don't really understand the point of his character. He's supposed yeah. to be some great tracker, but I mean, he didn't really do anything that that dazzling. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, Brie Larson's character a yeah. lot. I love her. I thought she was awesome. Yeah, yeah she was great. And uh, it has my favorite actor of all time, Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson, in the movie. Um, I thought and a he great was awesome. Role, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, him versus a giant ape. Yep, <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted to see. Um, I was expecting him to get mutated uh, or get hit by Rita Repulsa's wand and grow, <laughs> and just like get in a fist fight with Kong. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I thought the movie was excellent. I thought um, the way they revealed the the island and how all the different mm-hmm. creatures on there were were also large. Yeah, 
was awesome, except for like the the giant spider scene. Oh, I was like, my okay, God. I don't, I can't. Nope, that was terrifying. Nope, that's, right? That's too much. Yeah. That's too much that's, for me. So I didn't think Amanda would really want to watch it, but when I got to that scene, I was like, oh, okay. So Amanda's never watching this because <laughs> 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 this would terrify her, and she would have uh, yes, nightmares yeah. for weeks. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty good though. I like that whole scene. It's so creepy and when they start like slashing at them and stuff. Uh yeah. it's pretty creepy. But uh but yeah, I, I really liked it a lot. Um I got to see it with a friend of mine in the theaters and it, it definitely is a movie if you can ever see big or whatever, uh definitely do it. Uh that'd be like a great one at my parents' house like with a projector outside. Uh creepy and uh and quite amazing. But uh but yeah, I loved it. I love the characterizations. Uh, it's the same director who did um I'm blanking on it right now. Kings of Summer. Did you ever see that? No, I've never seen that. Uh-uh. It's about um, some teenagers, like three friends who run away and decide like they're just like sick of their lives or whatever. And so they run away and build a house in the woods. They like steal materials and whatever, like doors and stuff from wherever. And they just like build themselves a house. And so it's like a coming of age story, but with like a high concept. Uh, but it has a lot of great actors in it. Um, it has the older kid from um, uh, Jurassic World, the older brother, is in oh, that okay. one. It's like yeah. the main character. So that's when I first was like, oh, he's really good. Um, it has like Megan Mullally and uh, Nick Offerman and stuff and some other people like that. Oh, nice. And it was just cool. Um, they're like the parents involved. But uh, anyway, I thought he was such an interesting choice for, for Kong Skull Island because that movie is like yeah. more like independent. It was very like <laughs> low key, just coming of age, teenage story and and uh, kind of like hipstery almost. And then, uh, but I was like, this is like one of those inspired choices that studios are making now. Uh, like a lot of the, the Marvel do with different like like Taika Waititi and stuff, bringing him for, for yeah. Thor. Um, that it's like they just knock it out of the park, though, when you give them, like, a huge budget. They're still awesome. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so I really liked it. I thought he was a great director. I'm really excited to see what else he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> I like that the, there's a fair amount of humor in there. Uh, John C. Riley was in it. Oh, he's and, so funny. Um, he was, I yeah. Um, I, I totally forgot. Like, they, they have the, <laughs> uh, the, the, the list of actors, um, uh-huh. like, before... Or at, at, like, part of the opening, I guess not title sequence, yeah. but, you know, the actors' names at the beginning... I totally forgot that he was in it until he shows uh, up, and uh, yeah, he was he was awesome <laughs> in the movie. Um, the uh, I I noticed it's a Warner Brothers movie, uh-huh. but it I mean it has like a really like light but also kind of intense tone to it. Yeah, and I, I don't know how they can do it with yeah Kong, but they can't really do it with the the DC movies. But I know there are different like studios and shit involved. Yeah. I, I guess this one was a Lionsgate movie. Okay, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I like the, uh, the end credits as well, uh-huh. or, or the post credit scene where you see that oh, it's connected yeah. with, uh, with Godzilla. Uh-huh. Um, and I knew there was going to be a, a Godzilla versus yeah. Kong movie. So man, I'm super looking forward yeah. to that. Did I you, think that's going to be badass. Did you like the Godzilla movie that came out a few years ago? Did you see that one? Um, I, I liked it at the time, mm-hmm. but kind of reflecting on it, I, it's bothered me that Godzilla, you don't really see him like fight uh-huh. until the very, very end. Yeah. Like, every time he would show up and fight something, it would cut away back to the humans, which is obviously what you want to see in a monster movie. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But wait, what are the dumb humans doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Uh, I think I liked it more than most people. Like, I had pretty mixed mm-hmm. reviews. Like, some people had, like, really liked it, and some people really hated it. It was, like, kind of divisive. But um, I thought it was great. Um, I'm excited for the... Since I like Kong Skull Island so much, and I liked Godzilla OK, I, I'm excited for the mashup. But I, I think we mentioned it last time or an episode or two ago. But uh, the director, I don't remember who it is right now, but did not intrigue me for the mashup. But uh, as much as the mm-hmm. like Gareth Edwards did Godzilla, mm-hmm. and I liked him a lot, and that was an interesting choice. And then this guy, but 
Yeah, I looked it up, and the director of Godzilla vs. Kong is actually John Waters, believe it or not. Oh, he's going to bring back <laughs> he's gonna bring back Hatchet Face. Oh, man, from the Baby. scariest monster. <laughs> Both uh, Kong and Godzilla are going to have those weird pencil-thin mustaches. <laughs> this Slick back hair. Like, it's going to be a horror movie. It's terrifying already, obviously. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Hopefully, hopefully the, the director can... Uh, can make it good yeah i guess <laughs> um yeah i mean it, because, it seems like I mean, a fun concept so and they're doing a yeah, good job I, with them i i do like that the uh godzilla remake japan was making fun of it and they said that uh, yeah. that godzilla was obviously the american godzilla because he's so fat <laughs> and uh, <laughs> i hadn't heard that one that's funny <laughs> it's like well yeah guys that's uh that's what we do we're, we're a land of fat people that's what we want to see we will our sit on you <laughs> I know you've got sumos. We've got just regular citizens of the United States. We made our entire citizenry sumo wrestlers. <laughs> we are a terrifying force for the world to reckon with. Um, what if that was a plan all along, man? Oh, it's it's Adam Wingard. It's the director of Death Note. Yeah. That's why. Never mind. I take it all back. Right? It's over. Damn it! Um, that's what I was like. Uh, I'm not excited for that. That's so funny though, um, because the there's a the guy who plays the dad in Death Note. He is one of the um, military guys in Kong Skull Island. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like he's going to be the sequel because he did. <laughs> he did. If you didn't uh, know that, the, a lot of people died <laughs> in this movie. Okay. He was. <laughs> he was the guy that. Uh, at the at the very end, he was um, going to uh, that weird like skull climber thing. I, I I don't remember what John C. Riley called it. He had a dumb name for it, oh, and he said, that <laughs> he so didn't funny. realize it until he said it out loud. Yeah, like, but um, yeah, that's not that he, great. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> he had all of the explosives like strapped to him, and he was going to oh yeah. Uh, he was going to let that, that monster thing eat him and explode, except the monster turns around, smacks him with his tail, and throws <laughs> yeah. him into a cliff and explodes. But, um, that was but yeah, good it, was, part. it was that dude. But, uh, oh, my God, yeah, Death Note was not good. That was uh, one movie uh, I was thinking about talking about, but uh, I just can't. Yeah. I can't. Uh, when you were here last week and I showed you the scene yeah. where um, <laughs> Light discovers the uh, Ryuk, the, the monster character, and he does, like, this like weird, like, cartoonish scream. Oh, God, it was so funny. And I was like, oh, man, this movie's going to be terrible. Yeah. And that was, like, in the first, like, 15 minutes, That's I think. the worst, yeah, is when you get it early on, you're like, okay, so this is what this is going to be, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's no recovery after no. that. Um, one other thing I watched this week uh, yeah. was I rewatched for uh, probably the 107th time, mm-hmm. uh, Hocus Pocus. Yay! Um, I know We're going to watch been, it today. Uh, <laughs> well, we par- just we're, we're going to carve pumpkins today, so. Oh, yeah, okay. So that's what we did is we uh, we were carving our pumpkin and we put it on um, on. I don't think I put it on Instagram, but I'll, I'll put uh, the pumpkin we carved on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we did the the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. We don't really have a major affinity for the Cheshire Cat or Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> but we were just looking around on uh, on Google. We're like, ah, we got to carve something in this fucking gourd. So that's what we came across, and uh, that's what we did. You, so you like cats? Uh, yeah, we have a cat. You have one, so it's close enough. Um, but uh, yeah, we as we were we were carving it, we put on Hocus Pocus because um, I was uh, trying to be supportive. Yep. I know my wife likes it and i thought you guys like it enough yeah. so i'll i'll go back and give it a shot and surprisingly 
I was not as uh, turned off by the movie as Good. I was expecting. That, that um, there are parts of it that, that I even um, forgot about uh-huh. and found myself uh, kind of snickering at. Yeah. So... I don't know. Maybe it was more the idea of having to rewatch the movie <laughs> than the actual movie itself. So hey, I'll take um, it. whatever. I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, I'm going to take that one off my dislike list. Oh wow! Um, which is weird because I don't know that I've ever done that before. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So uh, Hocus Pocus. If you've never seen it, don't be a pussy. Go check it out. <laughs> That's their tagline. <laughs> 1993 Disney's Hocus Pocus. Don't be a pussy. Go see it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the effects in it, I forgot that there was like some early CGI Uh used on, um, was it Binks? Is that the name of the cat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thackeray Binks. Yeah. And it is. His first name is Thackeray. Thackeray? Oh, Thackeray. Thackeray. It's not Zachary, but it's like that. It's with a TH. It's Thackeray. It's weird. It's hard for me to say. I wonder if his, I wonder if his parents just had a lisp. Yeah. His name actually probably was Zachary. But everybody just went with us because <laughs> his parents said it that way. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, they had some early CGI for the cat. Like, uh-huh. sometimes it was animatronic, uh, but not like Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah, it's, it's like level that, bad animatronics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the early CGI, I was actually surprised. I totally forgot about it, and I thought it looked pretty good for yeah. being back in the day. Um, and... Uh, some of the special effects, obviously, they, they look a little bit dated, but I think that's part of the charm yeah. to it as well. And, uh, my God, I used to have such a crush on that, that one girl in the movie. Uh-huh. I can't remember her name, but... Uh, the older geez. girl? Like the Allison? Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah, not the younger one. Yeah, well... That'd be weird. Just, she became... She is Thora Birch. <laughs> she became, you know, an adult actress. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah so, yeah. just making sure. Uh, yeah. Plus, that, that movie came out when I was eight years old, so... Uh, she actually oh, was okay. my age, but uh, but no, I totally had a crush on the older girl, Allison. She was in Ladybugs yeah. also, uh, which is uh, – you ever see Ladybugs? No, right. no. <laughs> I, I assume Your that face was like, why the you, fuck would I watch that, Steven? <laughs> no, when you said Ladybugs, my mind went to like some type of uh, spinoff of uh, the Girl Scouts or whatever. <laughs> you know, she was a Ladybug. Okay, yeah. cool. I was like, cool I don't know why Steven. you know that, Steven. That's really yeah. weird. <laughs> Man, no, uh, yeah. Ladybugs had uh, Rodney Dangerfield and Jonathan Brandis. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I know what girl. you're talking about. So she's like his like love interest, but also like the his best friend as the girl or whatever. But in um, that movie, like especially in Ladybugs, like she's like running around a lot. I was very young. It was a great times. Soccer uniforms <laughs> are awesome. Uh, that's where I yeah. married Amanda. She uh, when I started dating her, she was in soccer. There you go. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, and Hocus Pocus as well. Uh, yeah, she's she's hot. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No. She also shows up in um, 40 Days and 40 Nights with Josh Hartnett. Did you ever watch that? Where he gives up masturbating yeah. for 40 days. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. A long time ago. When I was younger, I... Uh, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. I thought he gave up having sex for all of 40 it. days and he 40 nights. He gives up all oh, sex. Okay. Yeah, so even like himself. Like he can't look at porn. He can't touch himself. He can't have sex with anybody, anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So that came out, I think, when I had just graduated. I think it was like... 18, uh-huh. if I remember correctly. It might have come out a little bit earlier when I was 17, but I remember talking with my friends uh, saying, 
what what's the point of this? Like, he's going to go 40 days and 40 nights without having sex. I can do that, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so I, maybe I didn't see it then because I, uh, I remember uh, hating the premise, but I didn't really see it. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's a goofy movie. I mean, I liked it because it came out when I was younger. A goofy movie? Uh, that's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of horror. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, she's in it. She's like his ex-girlfriend. And I just remember it because it was like she was pretty much like from my head, she was in Ladybugs, which was like 92 or something. And Hocus Pocus. Okay. And then in nothing until 40 Days and 40 Nights came out in like the late 90s or early 2000s. And, and uh, it was like, oh, yeah, that was that hot chick I liked so much. And she's still hot, but she's like older. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I haven't seen her again in anything. So it's like the only things I know her from. I heard she's going to be in Avengers 4. Oh, wow. Bringing her back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was that scrappy yeah. kid in Iron Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually going to snap that kid's neck. <laughs> oh, man. And then, yeah. Damn it. Soccer legs. They'll do it. <laughs> bringing it all back <laughs> yeah. um, another movie we watched um, and we actually watched this movie when you guys were here last weekend yeah. I mean you weren't at our house no. um, you had an event you were attending but uh, Brandy and I watched The Babysitter mm-hmm. which came out a couple of weekends ago on uh, on Netflix and say uh, Mick G directed horror question mark movie it's, a, it's like, a, it's like, a, it's like a, I guess it's more like a, a horror comedy yeah Definitely, and yeah, um, yeah. So, we <laughs> have you seen we it? We put it on last night. Oh, you we did, did uh, because it was uh, on oh, the list, and Amanda knew you'd probably talk about it because you know last oh, week you had said that you guys watched it. So we we're like, I was like, you know, I'm really skeptical, but we can turn it off if we want to. We'll just turn it on. It's Mick G. Who knows? Fifteen minutes later, when we were watching something else, I do have a few things to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good. This is this is exactly what yeah. I wanted. Okay, and I, I didn't so, read about um, the rest of the plot, so I know the whole plot at least. But uh, okay, yeah. So so spoilers if you haven't seen the Babysitter. Yeah. But essentially, it it starts off like a um, oh, how was it described? Uh, like a uh, like a <laughs> I, I wanted to say like a coming of age tale, but yeah. I, I don't think that's accurate. No, it, it just starts out like a, a regular like. Um, uh, I don't know, Stephen. Like a what, comedy. What would you call it's it? like a like like a normal comedy where it's like the the kids like in love with his babysitter and he's like on the cusp of you know teenagerhood or whatever and he's got hormones. Yeah. But yes. it's like yeah, yeah, it's just like oh, he likes his he likes this girl and whatever. Yeah, she's his babysitter. And then he he normally is put to bed by her, goes to sleep, and you know whatever wakes up the next day. But one night he decides to stay up and see what is going on. Yeah, and. Uh, he actually witnesses a human sacrifice yeah. in his house while his parents are away. And shit just goes tits up from yeah. there. So um, there's, uh, I don't know. I, I think there's a kernel of a good idea there. Yes. I just don't think it's executed very yeah. well. Uh, and you only made it about 15 minutes in. Was that far enough in to see the, we, the sacrifice? Yeah, we saw the sacrifice or? and then the stuff okay. after that. I found a lot of the dialogue to be really bad. And yeah, um, yeah. I really couldn't get into how he would, like, splash words and stuff on the screen. Like, he mm. he would put, like, their names and stuff on their screen. Like, when he went through the, the bottle was spinning with the teenagers down there. And he'd be like, Chloe and Jack and whatever. And uh, yeah. other movies I like, like, the faculty does that. So I'm like, that's fine. But then mm-hmm. later on, whenever the kid sees the sacrifice, it, like, puts on the screen, like, WTF or, or what the fuck. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait, why did you do that? 
I don't need what? Yeah. And I was like so jarring. Yeah, you don't need to spell out. Yeah, like I was very weirded yeah. out by that and some other choices. Uh, well, there's there's a, a lot, and it's something that my wife pointed out as well, is that there's, it's, it's like the director had never directed anything before, <laughs> and he was just like going with everything he thought, because there, there's a, a, a scene that is all first person, yes. so you're, what the camera sees is, it's like seeing through the eyes of the, the main child, yeah. and it doesn't really serve a purpose. No. Like, you could have had the whole scene without it, and it would have been fine. Um, there's, uh, yeah, the, the, the text that shows up on screen. Yeah. And they don't stick with the same font, like, mm. throughout it. Like, if you're going to do that, it should probably look uniform. But later in the movie, oh, there's... Papyrus. Like, <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Avatar! Um, there's a, there's a, a scene where they, they do that, like, body cam thing where there's a, a camera mm. strapped to the person and it's, like, pointed out their, at their face. Oh, yeah. Which is okay in some movies yeah. but it it just seemed like well here's another choice yeah. that can be done in cinema um, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, I, it, I it seems know. like a film student who learned everything but not, no voice himself but in yeah. fact it's, it's a all, high paid director who's directed many blockbusters <laughs> it's almost like they picked a director who I don't know directed music videos yeah. and uh, yeah. <laughs> through all the, the different music videos that he had directed previously I'm surprised that Corn and Sugar Ray didn't show up in this movie at a certain point <laughs> right. um, I was gonna say yeah we looked yeah. that up yeah when we were at your house and stuff and uh, yeah he directed a lot of like iconic videos that's cool um, yeah. and some some directors movie like music uh, video directors went on to do great things but he is not one of a man <laughs> he did some things they are not great <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can definitely tell it's it's a McGee movie yeah. just from the color pat the palette yeah. because all of the the primary colors are super saturated, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and yeah, so I I don't know, Brandy and I we we watched the whole thing and a, a lot of the the big laughs were already in the trailer, yeah. so it, it wasn't as funny as we had hoped yeah. it might be. And even though I knew it was a McGee movie. I thought, well, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just an hour and a half. How how could this go wrong? <laughs> um, and uh, it uh, it wasn't as offensive to us to where we turned it uh-huh. off as it was to you guys. But um, I could definitely see how you would get there. Yeah, <laughs> because it's just it's all over the I place. Mean, it's a it's a mess. I went into it thinking we'd probably do that anyway. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, I don't really have any qualms about that. Um, but uh, it's not necessarily that it was like horrible. Um, there was a few there were a few jokes that I laughed at. Um, the the teenager like the the babysitters um appropriately hot and creepy and she seemed like she could pull Mm -hmm. that role of like the changing with what the motivations are and stuff um Mm -hmm. but uh it also seemed like weird like there's there's i guess it was like the teenage boy's fantasy or whatever but it's like she kept acting so aloof but then she would like get into like the skimpiest red bikini i've ever seen in front of him and they'd swim around together and it's like he's clearly not a child around you anymore he has a boner that entire time they don't show it (laughs) because it's not that kind of movie but guaranteed right like um, he's definitely too old to be swimming around with a teenager in a bikini uh, and just act like they're children or whatever you know so yeah it's it's weird there's no uh, there's no real like character motivation yeah. throughout it the uh the the kid he has like some anxiety he can't really stick up for himself but when he comes to confront these these five older teenagers who are literally murdering people yeah. he's got all the confidence in the world he's able to shit talk them yeah. um and you know fight his way to freedom from them and I, I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, and let's have him do this just because that's what the, the story dictates yeah. needs to happen. Yeah. Um, so it, was, it seemed like 
from what I heard online, he said the premise was really good. I heard the script is actually great, and it probably was a lot like uh, a darker comedy, and then Big G got a hold of it, and this is what came out. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe it could have been a better movie. Um, and even, like, I after I read that, I watched the uh, trailer again, and I was like, I could tell that some of the direction given to those actors and some of their choices and stuff, I'm like, oh, that line is actually pretty good. But the way they filmed yeah. it, the way they said it is all off. So it yeah. does feel like the bones are there. It's just they didn't, they didn't you know, pull it out like they should have. Uh, it really could have been better. And uh, so, yeah, I just didn't really want to waste my time uh, on any more of it. I was like, this is how this is going to go. <laughs> and that's all it's going to be. So I was like, I'm just giving up now. <laughs> yeah, just cut your losses. Exactly, yeah. Cut bait, move on. <laughs> Um, we also watched uh, Colossal, which oh, came cool. out in 2016 yeah. with Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. Have you seen I this? I still have not. What do you think? You haven't? Okay. Um, well, it was on Hulu, oh, okay, I think. Cool. And uh, I, I'd been waiting to see it, yeah. um, but I, I hadn't really heard enough about it to actually buy it when it was on sale on iTunes. Sure. So uh, luckily, it's available to stream there. So if you haven't seen it, you can go watch it there. Um, it's, uh, it's listed as a comedy and, you know, Jason Sudeikis, he was on SNL. He's been in comedic movies mm-hmm. before. Anne Hathaway, um, she's been in, like, some romantic comedies yeah. before, I think. Um, so that's kind of what I was expecting. It is not a comedy. Interesting. Like, there's, uh, like, sometimes people will uh, say something funny at a funeral. It doesn't mean that somebody's doing a stand-up <laughs> routine, you know? Yeah. That That's how colossal uh, it is. It's like, okay, yeah, like, something happens that's kind of funny, but it's not, like, slapstick funny uh-huh. or... there's. I would. I don't know how people listed this as a comedy. Interesting. Like it's it's a comedy on Hulu. It's a comedy on yeah. iTunes. Um, does not make any sense. It's not a comedy. So if you go in, <laughs> if, if you go into it thinking it's a comedy, uh, you so may not like it. I heard it was a comedy though. Is that? Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, <laughs> Stephen. Straight I wouldn't label funny. it that way, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a. It's more of a. It kind of mixes a, a couple of genres together. It's yeah. more like a, an independent monster movie, uh-huh. kind of, about <laughs> alcoholism as mm. well. So I, I, I don't know. Um, my uh, my wife hated yeah. it. Uh, after as we were like well, watching, especially it, if you think it's a comedy, goes, yeah, like it's yeah, throw you off. She, she was like, "How much time is left in this?" <laughs> and I paused it, and there's like 43 minutes left. She's like, "Oh my god, no!" I hate when that happens. You're like, you're like, it's yeah. gotta be almost over, and you're halfway. You're like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, I I actually thought it was okay. Um, I I don't know that I I need to see it again yeah. necessarily, but this is intriguing. Uh, I, I thought it, I thought it was all right. Um, the there's there's a twist to it that I won't I won't mention uh-huh. um, because I'd be curious to to see what you think about yeah. it. But um, yeah, uh, overall the I I thought it was uh, mainly okay. Yeah. Uh, I I think it has pretty high reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I would have rated it that Interesting. high. But what if I love it? Uh, I want to watch it and I want to love it. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck is Stephen on? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I could maybe see yeah. that. I don't know. It's 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 such like a it's such a weird movie yeah. that I, I well I don't know. If somebody if somebody told me that they loved it, I'd be like, oh okay. If somebody said they hated it, like my wife, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. You can it's, see it's the difference. Yeah. One of those weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a tweener. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm intrigued by that, and I, I appreciate, so I, whenever I watch certain movies, that the impression from the trailers uh, gave, you know, something that shouldn't be there, that it's like, a, you know, like a, it's not really a comedy, but that's what I'm expecting watching that movie. Um, so it's like, I'm glad that you went, you know, you told me that now, because now I have that in my mind, so I actually might like it better than you, 
just knowing the real yeah. context. Um, so I yeah. try to do that. Like I'm really, I try not to spoil anything for people, but I try to give them context and spoilers in context if I need to, if I feel like it might, you know, ruin it or make it better for them or whatever, if they did or didn't mm-hmm. know something. So, um, same way that I'll be like, don't watch the trailers. It ruins this one scene or whatever, or this ruins the twist. I, uh, you yeah. know, like this, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. Maybe I'll like it because of it. So that's cool. Yeah, I hadn't seen any trailers for yeah. it. I know they've been available. The trailers seem fun, I, uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Pretty, yeah, I might have to go back and rewatch those because, yeah, no, the way that's, I got it. That's, that's a hell of a stretch. That's like them uh, editing the Suicide Squad trailer to make it look good. Um, <laughs> now, the, uh, the, the, the general premise behind Colossal is that Anne Hathaway is somehow controlling a monster in uh, Korea, South Korea, mm-hmm. and she's trying to figure out how and why, and the movie... Uh, explores that a little bit, but there's there's more to it. Yeah. Um, she uh, she's a kind of a recovering alcoholic that ends up going back to her hometown, and uh, that's when she discovers that she can control this monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I thought the the premise was interesting enough that I I stuck it out, and I'm still not sure exactly what I think <laughs> okay. about it. Like I think I liked it more than I disliked it. Yeah. But um, clearly you didn't love it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I looked it up afterward, and I thought it was interesting that they didn't have a, a, mo- a motion capture artist for the um, for the monster. Oh. They just uh, used recorded footage of Anne Hathaway's movements, huh. and they just matched it, which is kind of weird. Yep. But um, I thought the the special effects looked great, the CGI. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, so okay. Well, I'm intrigued, and uh, now that it's on Hulu, uh, we. We go back and forth buying on. We, we get Hulu like for a few months at a time, it seems, and then we are like, we don't really watch anything on here. And then after a few months, it's like, oh, everything we want to watch is on there again. So uh, mm-hmm. they have some more movies and stuff I want to watch right now. And um, so yeah, I'll probably get it again and, and watch that. I didn't really want to rent it. I like I I wanted to see Colossal, but not enough to even rent it yet. So yeah, uh, that'll be yeah, was. that'll be better. Especially knowing your feelings on it, I I don't want to spend the money. So that'd be cool. I'll, I'll check it out. But <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued to. Uh, I don't I don't know to watch it this week or anything, but uh, when I do, we'll talk about it for a little bit at least. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. if we can piece piece up uh, piece up whatever that means. <laughs> See what this means. <laughs> Apparently, I'm tired too. Um, <laughs> piece up a town. I believe that's what like. Usher said. I was like, I'm halfway yeah. to piece up uptown, but I don't know where I'm going with this, so I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> Roll it back. <laughs> um. So I I also watched a movie called Deathgasm, uh-huh. which I'd been wanting to see for a while, and uh, I saw that that was streaming on Netflix. And um, yeah, that's where uh, I've seen that. Okay, I haven't seen the movie, but yeah. I've seen that poster or something. I've seen that poster? Yeah. The uh, I, I first heard about it uh, a couple of years ago. I uh, go to some uh, metal websites mm-hmm. during uh, during the day, and I remember them advertising this as the most metal like yeah. horror movie ever. So I was pretty pumped for it. Um, and hadn't seen it streaming anywhere until recently, which was on Netflix. And the uh, movie came out in 2015. And as I started the movie on Netflix, I saw it was uh, by, like, Studio NZ or, or something to that effect. And mm. I thought, NZ, oh, it's a New Zealand production. I wonder if there's a Power Ranger in this. And yes, Stephen, <laughs> there is a Power Ranger in That's this. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like the, the lead guy uh-huh. was uh, the Green Green Ranger in some some show. Yeah. But um, yeah, Power Rangers is, is a way for New Zealand people to move on up, <laughs> evidently. Hilarious. Power Rangers or um, uh, Flight of the Concords. Yep, yep. But, um, the two avenues. Those are the two avenues. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe both. Who knows? Um, so, uh, Deathgasm is a, uh, uh, a movie about, um, 
this kid who's growing up in New Zealand. They, they all keep their accents. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there's a heavy metal kid who's kind of the, the outcast at a school till he meets up with this other guy who likes metal. And they end up coming across... Um, or they both play in a band together. They end up coming across this, like, demonic music that they steal and then play, and it unleashes, mm. like, all of these, like, demons yeah. on the world. So, and they're more kind of like zombies, mm-hmm. I guess, and uh, it's them kind of battling that. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of the, the general premise of yeah. it. Um, it was just okay. <laughs> like, I was not, yeah. was not as uh, blown away by yeah. it as I had hoped. But um, the soundtrack was, was pretty mm-hmm. good, but the, the overall movie itself just seemed uh, uneven. It seemed like somebody's, uh, maybe not their first movie, but pretty close yeah. to it. Um, yeah, I, I had seen I, the poster on Netflix or whatever, but I hadn't really heard about it anywhere else, so I figured it was probably yeah. like a lower budget or something, you know. And I was surprised because I went to go look at the Deathgasm uh, soundtrack on iTunes, and it, they don't have one, evidently. Oh, like yeah. they, they made a vinyl a vinyl version yeah. of the soundtrack, but not one you can actually just oh, buy weird. digitally, so you just have to piece the tracks yeah. together, I guess. But, um, but uh, yeah, so I, I kind of hope that it being heavy metal-centric, yeah. uh, merged with horror, might uh, might do something for me. But Didn't really. Not really. <laughs> no. no you, you, this is one that you can probably skip. Yeah. It's not anything that's going to blow you away. Um, there is a... A, uh, a hot blonde chick in it that he has a crush on that also she <laughs> is first exposed to metal. She'd never uh, heard it before. She's listening to uh, a CD that uh, that was given to her by the, the lead guy. And as soon as she puts it on, she's like, oh, yeah. And that has <laughs> never happened to anyone who has never heard metal before. No, that's no. That's that, that doesn't happen at all. <laughs> no, there's a you got to wade into yeah. it. So uh, that's really funny. That, to think that's about. probably the most. <laughs> that's the most un- unrealistic part of this movie <laughs> that involves demons and and, and zombies. So. You're like, yeah, yeah, I get behind that part, but uh, this chick, I don't know about this. That's <laughs> not how people <laughs> yeah. feel about it. No, that, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I wanted to bring up two movies, um, Poltergeist two and Poltergeist three, that I have okay. not seen in a very, very long time, but I remembered parts of both of them, but since we had talked about Poltergeist and then after that, outside of the podcast uh, with you and with Amanda and stuff, I was thinking about them again and I was like, you know what, I feel like this year I'm going to watch a lot of stuff that I haven't seen in a really long time, but I do remember and stuff, so I put them on and it, I have the weirdest feelings about both of them. Um, oh, wow. It, is, it was such a unique experience for me because I remembered some certain scenes, a lot more from two than I did from three. Um, that I could have just told you before I watched them, like, oh, this happens and this happens, and, like, not a lot of details, but little parts of it. So there was one thing of, like, the nostalgia of seeing those scenes again and being like, oh, yeah, I remember that. There was also the nostalgia of seeing scenes that I had forgotten about, but when I saw them, it was, like, memories flooding back of, like, watching this as a child. That was really cool. But they were also not good movies. (laughs) So it was, like, this weird, but they both had really great scenes in them. So it was like oh, wow. this really weird thing where I could be like, man, if I could just cut out these scenes, those are creepy. The whole plot yeah. isn't, isn't that great. And, but there are things that I, I'm nostalgic for. And it like brought me this like feeling of like the nostalgic like warmth or whatever that you'd feel. And I was like, this is great. Um, so to get in a few things though, I just wanted to mention about them. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you and I specifically mentioned, we were like, 
oh, we love how it's, like, not the dad, it's the mom um, who does everything, that it's, like, her journey. Yeah. We like that they don't show the other side. Um, we like all these things. They all happen in the second movie. So, like, the, the oh, second okay. movie is all about Craig T. Nelson <laughs> and him, like, stepping up to be the dad. Um, and instead of the, like, team of people there, there's, like, a, a Native American that gets sent by the by Zelda Rubenstein <laughs> And so there's, like, this teepee stuff where he has to go, like, smoke in a tent with him. It's, like, so weird. They also amend the story. So this is the thing that I remember the most. But it's, like, Poltergeist to me when I rewatch it now, I realize as an adult it's such a good movie, as I've talked about, that it's, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. And it's just so well done. And then it's, like, basically the rest of them are, like, Spielberg knockoffs where they're just – you can't quite capture that feeling or whatever. And uh, so one was the dad um, – the like his story or whatever but parts of that i was like i'm cool with this um there's this guy though they changed the story to where instead of just the graveyard the the movie opens with tangina zelda rubenstein like in this cave in the ground under where the house used to be (laughs) and she's like there was a cult down here there's like skeletons down here and there was like they find out throughout the movie like there was a cult and it's led by this guy who brought all these people there to California uh, back in, like, the 1800s and was like, the world's going to end. He locked them all in a cave and they die. And so that's who really is doing the scaring or whatever. So it's like a stupid, you know, retcon of the first movie's plot or whatever uh, that kind of ruins that. But also, when the guy shows up in the movie, his, his face is embedded in my brain in my nightmares. I remember him and his oh, no. voice scaring the shit out of me and he has this amazing scene where he's trying to get in their house and he just walks up as a normal dude but he's like dressed like he's from the 1800s and he's talking to Craig T. Nelson and he's like let me in the house and stuff but he's so convincing at it and it's like if they let him in they're like inviting him into the world and stuff and so it's like a big deal and it's like a great scene but the movie mostly is like crap like all of the actors, all of that family, they all suck in it. <laughs> like Zelda Rubenstein, how we talked about, she was like the linchpin of the 80s. She was nominated for a Razzie for her role in Poltergeist 2. <laughs> really? She's oh not gosh. that bad. I didn't, I didn't think so. Uh, but it was so weird. Um, and then the third movie is the one where like it's just Carol Ann and Zelda Rubenstein is back in it. They're the only two original cast members. But it's like Tom Skerritt is like uh, Carol Ann's uncle, and he owns and like runs this like building somewhere or something. And uh, like, a, like a high rise. And so it takes place like in an apartment building, but it's all about mirrors. So there are mirrors along the hallways. It's very 80s. And windows and puddles and all this stuff. And there are parts that I was like, that one really like, I remember loving the movie as a child, but now it was just really bad. Uh, so that one was really interesting. But uh, Laura Flynn Boyle is in it. I remember her so well and like this boyfriend mm. that she's with. Um, but there's a scene in particular, though, that one um, also, like, uh, my, my main thing I came around to a- after watching these was these would have been great movies, or at least, like, okay movies, if they had not been Poltergeist movies, or if Poltergeist was instead, like, an anthology series, if it didn't have Carol Ann or the, or the family in the sequels, oh, if they yeah. were just, like, standalone stories, would have been really cool. Um, specifically, the third one, because it's more, like, modern and weird, um, it seemed like a Black Mirror story. I don't know if we've talked about that yet, the, the TV show on... And I think it's on Netflix now, but yeah, we haven't we haven't seen that, oh, okay. but I've heard nothing but good things about yeah, it. Yeah, it's really cool, and like the way that they film things, this felt kind of like that. Uh, but it, the way I described it was, uh, it was like the upside down from Stranger Things by way of Black Mirror, um, or at least like it, it should have been. <laughs> okay. But it's like again, it's following Carol Ann and stuff. 
um, because there's a part where they like show the other side. Like the other side, I mean, I am ruining this for you because you you should never watch these, Brent. Uh, okay. They're not good. <laughs> Just stick with the first one; it's great. But got it. Poltergeist two. The other side is like basically clouds. Like, they filmed clouds, and they're just, like, floating around in it and stuff. Like, they're just kind of floating around, and there's, like, a light somewhere. But in the third one, it's, like, an ice world where, like, cars are covered in, like, icicles, and, like, there's, like, fake snow everywhere and all this stuff. But it seemed like the Upside Down. Like, like really like the Upside Down. And, like, the cars come to life and, like, chase them, and it's, like, it's almost, like, Freddy Krueger-ish at some points. Um, The third one is a lot more gruesome in terms of, uh, like, the effects and stuff, but... The second one was nominated for special effects uh, again. It had Jerry Goldsmith back for the score. Uh, the third one, though, um, they like all practical effects instead of that other stuff we had talked about, like that early CGI. And they got like a yeah. new score, a uh, new composer, and it's like very eighties, like late eighties, like synth music and stuff. Oh, it's like no. totally changes the whole feeling of it. Um, yeah. But again, like nostalgically, I was like, well, I do remember that score, and it's really good. But what's crazy is when I was reading about it, um, the director came up and, de- and developed the special effects for everything. Like, he did both jobs. Oh and I was God. like, that's pretty impressive because the effects are fucking awesome, some of them. Oh, There's really? a part where uh, Zelda Rubenstein, like, the mirror is, like, the other side, and she, like, touches it. And Kane, who is, like, the, the evil guy, grabs her hand, and it instantly changes her into, like, a, just, like, a shriveled up, like, mummy-looking thing. And she falls down, and it's like, oh, man, Zelda Rubenstein just died in this movie. And it's, like, sudden and shocking. And then her body starts to crawl open, like, to split apart, and Laura Flynn Boyle comes through her body, like, through the ground. And it's, like, like, the entire thing is, is, like, practical. They didn't use, like, any CGI in the entire movie. It's all, like, gooey, gross, practical 80s effects. And the director did them. It's, like, it blew my mind, like, that he, like, came up with them and stuff, so... Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, long-winded uh, sort of uh, explanation of both of those, but I had to tell you, it was such a weird experience. I've never <laughs> had anything quite like it. Um, I told Amanda, it reminded me, years ago I watched The Rocketeer again, and I hadn't seen that movie since oh, I was okay. a kid, and I loved it as a kid, and I was like so worried I was going to hate it like 20 years later, and it was phenomenal. I loved it all over again. Um, same director, Joe Johnston of you know uh, Captain America, the first uh, first Avenger. First Avenger, and, uh, yeah. And I was that movie like is really close to the Rocketeer feeling, and uh, but this one was like okay, well, what happens when it, you hate the movie though? You just remember all the good parts. So it was really interesting, but also the fact that uh, specifically like things in you and I had mentioned that we were like glad they didn't do or whatever. They like went the complete opposite way. Uh, the third movie also briefly. Uh, has a, a huge skeptic. There's like a guy who's a psychiatrist for Carol Ann, and he's like, oh, she can mass oh, no. hypnosis, uh, like hypnotize people. And that's his like sure, explanation, right? And totally makes all this sense. stuff keeps happening around them, and he's like, yeah, she's really good at that. And it's like, you know, you and I had talked about like, we're glad there's no skeptics <sighs> in this movie. It makes it really realistic yeah. and perfect. No, they do everything wrong in the sequels, but uh, the, so weird. The, the whole skeptic thing, it just like weighs down the plot, like... Because we as an audience know that some weird shit's going on. So having that skeptic in there, just like, you have to stop and slow everything down just to catch them up on everything. And most of the time, whenever there's something like that involved, they just freak out and they run away or are attacked and eaten by whatever the monster is. And they're gone anyway. So it just takes up space in the yeah. storytelling. <laughs> yeah, and like so. this one, they made it like a huge plot point, so it didn't necessarily take away from the rest of it. But that makes it even worse because then it's 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 dragging it, slowing it down, 
because he's constantly mm-hmm. being like, oh, this is, you know, she's manipulating you and blah, blah, blah. And other people like Tangina have to be like, this quack, you know, whatever. I've got to do my yeah. my stuff and everything. And it's like, yeah, it, it was so much more streamlined and perfect and simple and stuff in the first movie. And they just made it so convoluted <laughs> with all this stuff. Yeah, so it was, it was good to revisit. Um, part of me thinks that it would be a really fun experiment to have someone remake part three as a Black Mirror <laughs> episode and, like, cut out some stuff or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was really weird uh, to watch him again. I can't really recommend it, but uh, if you're nostalgic <laughs> about it, maybe give it a shot. It was an interesting experience. <laughs> did you already own these movies, or did you find them no, streaming somewhere? I swear I've seen them streaming before for free, but I ended up just renting them on iTunes. Oh, this okay. time. they were a couple okay. bucks or a few bucks, but uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, w- I was like, man, I really do want to kind of talk about it. Once I watched two, I was like, I've got to watch three. You know, just yeah. never, I don't really want to revisit. You've it come again. too far. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to do this again next year. So uh, yeah, yeah, but it was it was interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, one movie that I wanted, or not a movie, uh, a TV show of sorts that I wanted to talk about was Castlevania mm-hmm. on Netflix, and um, it's an animated uh, series, kind of like my beloved Voltron. I still haven't seen <laughs> oh, the new one or started season four Damn. yet, uh, just because I've been trying to watch a bunch of horror stuff. You oh, know, yeah. I appreciate the sacrifice. Uh, because we got to have that content <laughs> for the show. Got to have that tip. Oh, man. So uh, Castlevania is just a four-episode oh, series, okay. and each episode is only like 22 to 25 minutes long, so it's not a, a big commitment. You can watch the whole thing in uh, two yeah. hours. And, um, yeah, it's kind of like a movie, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, are you familiar with Castlevania, the, like, the video I, game I know property? of it, but yeah, I don't really know the story or anything. Okay. Um, I'm not super well versed in. It. I remember playing the game when I was younger, but um, the I believe the the character uh, in the video game was Simon Belmont that you play. Mm-hmm. He uh, he he fights the the monsters there, and then in the series, it's Trevor Belmont. So he's like a a relative of sorts of uh, of the video game uh-huh. character. But um, I like the series quite a bit. It looks like it's anime, but mm-hmm. parts of it look like it's kind of European. Uh-huh. Uh, animation as well, so it, it blends the two a little bit. And uh, the first episode is wholly focused on setting up Dracula. Oh yeah! Like you, you find out as you're watching it. Like you're not even introduced to the main character of Trevor until either the very end of the first episode or the beginning of the second mm-hmm. one. So interesting. The whole first episode, you just set up the the premise for it and why Dracula is a dick. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like the whole series. I rewatched the, the fourth episode last night before I went to bed or this morning before I went to bed. And uh, they're they're going to continue the series from what I understand because they, they kind of get a, a group of three characters together that are, I guess, to lead the series mm-hmm. forward. And, um, yeah, it's just really well done. I think the the voice acting on the show is superb. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the, the guy who voices Trevor, but... Uh, the whoever the director of the uh, the voice actors is deserves some type of award. Yeah. Um, we'll give them a uh, I don't know a, a Grammy, a BET <laughs> award, just whatever awards uh, they can they can have the Stanley Cup um, because they did a a fantastic job directing the cast. The the guy who plays Trevor, um, he's a, Trevor's kind of a, an alcoholic character. He doesn't really like he's good at what he does. He's good at like killing vampires and, and monsters and whatnot, mm. but. He's just so um, over the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And the actor really, like, brings it through his nice. voice. Like, there's there's such exasperation uh-huh. 
to his character that uh, it, it, it he really knows it, <laughs> and um, it, it's, it's really good. There's uh, the the series is, is written by Warren Ellis, who's written a bunch of comics. Yeah, he's done uh, he's written written a couple of novels. He's done some uh, some other video games and uh, animation work here and there, but. Um, there's a lot of like snark that comes mm-hmm. with it. It's not like a, a humorous show necessarily, but uh, the main character has a lot of like witty retorts to things and whatnot. So, um, yeah, if you're ever in the mood for some uh, some kick-ass animation, yeah. definitely check out Castlevania. There's uh, um, yeah, there's some harsh language in Uh-oh. it. So, you know, if you've got kids, will... well, you're probably not listening to this <laughs> show. But uh, if you are, uh, you might uh, want to watch it first before letting your kids yeah. see it. If you're fine with uh, your kids hearing, you know, swear words like shit, fuck, you know, yep. whatever. Um, then yeah, whatever. <laughs> then go with it. <laughs> you no, do that's you. cool. Cause my sister's actually been trying to find stuff for my nephew and, uh, I probably will check that out before I would, you know, let them know, uh, to watch that too. But since it's animation, you'd think that that's, a, that's the problem is a lot of parent parents think that like, Oh, it's animation is <laughs> probably fine. And it's like, no, yeah. it's not, not necessarily. So there, there's a lot of graphic violence yeah. in this of beheadings and people getting ripped apart. So probably, <laughs> probably not for your nephew. You should be at least what, um, like nine, unless he's ten, cool with it. Somewhere in there. Oh yeah. 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 Get some hair on your chest <laughs> that way. Yeah. 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 Right on. Uh, um, beyond that, uh, I've got a, a podcast to recommend to people as well. And, um, it's called the thinking atheist. And every year he does a Halloween episode going all the way back to, I believe 2012. So even if you were not, an atheist, that's fine. Uh, usually on these episodes, he doesn't really get into uh, the host Seth Andrews. Uh, he doesn't really get into, um, you know, religious stuff. Anyways, he he really just likes Halloween and likes to talk about things that are spooky. Sometimes he'll have listeners call in and they'll discuss some stuff that they remember from their childhood, cool. and they, they might get into like trying to rationalize what it could have been or mm-hmm. whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's really not anything to offend your religious beliefs on uh, on this. Particular set of episodes. Don't, don't listen to the so, other ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, actually, Seth Andrews is from Tulsa. Oh. He lives in Tulsa here. So, uh, How interesting. There are two of us here. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> um, and um, he, for the past few years, he's actually started at the end of each episode, he will write and produce his own horror story oh, cool. and when i say produce like he he adds like music uh, sound effects oh, nice. like all of this shit and it really like if you're watching it at night like i there were a couple of times i would stay up late drawing or working on comics at night and i'd be listening to this like in the dark yeah. and no light except the the lamp on my table i'd be like someone is going to kill me i'm gonna get <laughs> killed by a monster right now but um this is how it happens but th- <laughs> that's how you go he died doing what he loved, you know, <laughs> listening to podcasts right. and drawing comics. Um, but yeah, if uh, if you like spooky stuff, definitely check those episodes out because they are incredibly well produced and uh, definitely deserve a yeah. listen. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually been wanting to check that yep. out too. I haven't listened to any of them, but yep. uh, anything horror is always great. So I have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, well, I had a few other things I wanted to mention. Uh, some of them I'll try to do rapid fire. Just wanted to. Uh, these are kind of the ones that I had mentioned. I just didn't have another spot for it. But uh, the first one I wanted to bring sure. up was that we watched uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse together um, after our last podcast. We did. Um, yeah. Uh, we had talked about watching Detention, but that didn't fly with the ladies because I had talked about how weird and bad it is. And uh, I just think <laughs> I think you would like it. I'm not sure about them. So that yeah. one kind of got ruled out. But uh, Scout's Guide was really funny. I'd watched – it turned out most of it before I just – I don't know why I didn't finish it. But uh, Amanda had never seen it. You guys had. 
And uh, it was a hell of a good mm-hmm. time, man. And I've actually, that opening scene with the dude from Workaholics, uh, <laughs> I've, I've watched that another like four times. So it cracks oh, really? me up. Yeah, it's, it's a really it's good so scene. It's so funny. Uh, and it's, it's one of those movies, like there are parts where I, I feel like I could have gone back and forth. It's not, it's almost like it's not great, but it's really good. And um, it's like it could have been better or like there, it could have been, I could have watched it and been like, man, all the jokes fell flat. It wasn't quite there, but it just like put mm-hmm. itself on the other side of that. And I do like it. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I've put it on actually a couple of times since then when I'm cooking and stuff, cause it's a really good, funny one to put on the background and I like all the characters and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Uh, like the three scouts in particular, I think are really good and I like their, uh, dyna- dynamic and stuff together. So yeah, they were, they were great. I think the whole cast is, is really yeah. well done. Like David Koechner, <laughs> yeah, he's, so funny. he's a, and he, he's a zombie for, for most of it. Spoiler alert. And, uh, yeah, like just just the whole thing. Like it's just a bunch of like dumb yeah. shit that a young teenage boy would be super yeah. into. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that one. A lot yeah. of fun. Uh, and then I had watched uh, Gerald's Game. I don't remember uh, bringing this up before. This is on Netflix. No, it's a Ske- uh, Stephen King uh, story, and it is by the same director of uh, another uh, Netflix movie called Hush that I like a lot. Um, the director's name is Mike Flanagan, and I had found him through a movie called Oculus, uh, which is one of my favorite, um, more recent uh, horror movies. It's like a oh yeah, it's one of those things you uh, put on your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's Oculus I, yeah, Rift. Yeah, I got look it. Around, you're like in a different world. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this one's about ghosts that come out of mirrors, so it's a little different. Oh, okay. uh, that would actually be okay. terrifying in VR. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that one I love. Uh, Hush is really good. Hush is about a uh, uh, an author who is deaf, and a guy comes to her house to do like a home invasion, but she can't hear it where he's at, so she can only see him whenever he reveals himself, and it's kind of a cat and mouse game. Uh, Gerald's game is fun. It's okay. about a uh, a husband and wife who go off to a cabin to like reinvigorate their sex life and he wants to do that by handcuffing her to the bed and he has a heart attack and so we saw this on on like the trailer or something or the poster um so she's trying to get out but the 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 way the movie plays out is she like imagines that her husband comes back to life and is like talking to her but it's like her brain like working out the problems and then she herself Mm -hmm. is there like talking to herself but it's really kind of varied like there's there's lots of different parts to it where she like remembers stuff from her childhood and there's like a lot of like her problem solving and that stuff is really cool. And there's some really gory parts. Um, it was a good mix. I didn't love it, uh, but it was fun. And it was a really, it was, again, this is kind of the year of Stephen King, even though, uh, dark tower didn't do very well, but you know, with it doing so mm-hmm. well and then Gerald's game has gotten great reviews. So, uh, that was fun. Um, so I, I'd recommend isn't it. That, uh, isn't Carla Gugino. Yeah. Carla Gugino. And then, mm-hmm. um, the, her husband, um, is Bruce Greenwood, I think is his name. Um, he shows up in a mm-hmm. lot of, like, random stuff um, that we like, but um, not a whole lot. He's kind of more like a character actor, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, he was great in the role. Uh, I've always liked her um, since Son-in-Law, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, about she that. was, like, in Sin City, you know? And um, she shows yeah. up a lot. A lot of stuff I don't watch, but I've, I've heard good things about her. She was in Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, and she's in Watchmen, yeah. Um, she was good in that, yeah. so... Um, another one that I watched was called It Comes at Night, and I had been excited for this. Um, I had I'd seen this article. I didn't read it on Slash Film. I wish I would have because I watched it as a horror movie, and then after I watched it, I was like, that wasn't a horror movie, and I found that article again. <laughs> it was by Jacob Hall, who's my favorite author or writer on uh, Slash Film, and he was like, 
this like it comes at night is not the movie they're selling you it's good but it's not okay. what they're selling you and i was like damn it this is another one where it's same kind of thing i would love to ruin part of it so you'd know um it is a mm-hmm. great movie but it is basically a world um there's like some disease out in the world and you're following a family uh, a husband a wife and their son like their teenage son and they wear gas masks when they go outside their house is all locked up hmm. um and they there's a guy that breaks into their house one night and so it's like they're meeting other people but they're unsure if he's like diseased and stuff but they don't really go outside that world very often it's just kind of like a it's like you know like on uh the walking dead like take out the zombies at all and it's just like that human drama and that people don't trust each other and stuff like that that's what this movie is on like a a more like visceral emotional level um and so it's it's really good, but it's not horror in the least. But the trailer is, like, so rapid fire, and it's all these dark shots, and you're like, what's happening? And there's something in the woods. It comes at night. And it's like, no, nope, there's not. Like, ruin that straight out the right. game. <laughs> there's nothing coming out of the woods. It, it's, like, just an uneasy film. So I liked it. Um, for horror, though, it wasn't, wasn't my favorite. It has really good people in it. Okay. Um, I think it's Joel Edgerton is the main guy. Um, the other people, I don't know who they are, but they were all, the cast was all great. It was, it was just like the five of them, like five or so people, five or six. Um, so yeah, yeah it was cool. Um, another one I watched is called Super Dark Times, which I was excited about. No. Yeah, have you heard of that one at all? No, I've never heard I of it. I only heard no. about it recently. Um, I watched part of the trailer and I stopped it because I was like, I'm sold already, but I still don't want to ruin it. Okay. Um, and, uh, it was okay. I think the trailer, um, is all right. Um, it also ended up not being that that horrific, though, or it's more horrific than it is horror, is how I think I worded it to Amanda, that um, it's about some kids, some teenagers, there's four of them, they're, like, hanging out uh, together, they're all kind of weird, it takes place in the 90s, um, so the, the thing that they do, the conceit or whatever they do in the trailer is that it looks like a VHS tape is playing all the time, and it's all scratchy and stuff, oh, but, okay. um, but I was like, that's cool, it takes place in the 90s and whatever, but they're playing in the field one time with a samurai sword, and what could go wrong? Oh yeah. Right. And all you know from the trailer is like something happens and it's like clear, like one of them dies. Like I'll throw that out there. Like one of them dies and it's about them, um, like covering it up and like the horrific nature of that. Um, and it ends up taking like a, a basically a twist that kind of, it's like a slow twist that's happening throughout the thing, but it's kind of interesting. It's not really what I expected. Um, it was really cool. I, I, I didn't love it. Some of the things were bad. Some of them were good, but, um, again, not too, um, not too horror really it's like a slow burn movie and just kind of like creepy teenagers and stuff um, I would equate it more to like 13 reasons why than I would Stranger Things like okay, um, it's about like dark emotional things and like um, dealing with you know like a secret and whatever so mm-hmm. uh, but one that I did like uh, that I watched also that was on Netflix was called uh, I think I, I might have had to rent Super Dark Times but this one's on Netflix uh, it's called Boys in the Trees and I hadn't really heard anything about it. Weird title. <laughs> what if it's uh, Boys in the Trees, Ellipses, Masturbating? <laughs> it's just raining down. <laughs> <laughs> don't, go over, don't go over by that tree. Ruin your outfit. Um, no, and this was funny because Brandy had sent us a text about running, and she was like, yeah, and apparently the, the teenagers climb the trees and, like, do whatever <laughs> yeah. during the run. And I was like, that's such a weird thing. But in my head, I was like, actually, I watched this movie recently <laughs> where these boys are in the trees. Um, well, as, as, a, as a quick sell uh, sure. for, for the next episode, um, the, we're going to have both of our wives on again. Yes. And um, 
as I was talking to her earlier today, she said that she was going to bring that up. But how about she's afraid of the dark oh, and children? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she'll she'll have a uh, a story to tell for That's next awesome. episode. But anyways, um, back to you. I'm, no, I'm with her on the children thing. Children in movies and old people always yeah. uh, are go to cells for me if you want to scare me. Um, so yeah, right. I'm with her on that. Um, so Boys in the Trees was really intriguing. It actually had a, a, a the trailer shows a lot, but the movie is so winding and weird that it really like, you don't you can't get the plot necessarily from it. And I actually thought it was a really well-made trailer, but it's about um, this group of like punks, these teenagers on Halloween night or something like that. It, it takes place in uh, Australia, I think, um, maybe New Zealand, but I'm pretty sure it's Australia. But um, they they're like skaters and stuff, and they are torturing this kid. They're like bullies to this kid, and um, they're gonna go out and have like a night of like craziness, they're, like TP houses and do fireworks and whatever. And they have these like clown masks and stuff. It's a really like weird, uh, dreamy movie. They do a lot of slow motion. Like um, they ride their bikes around a lot with lights on them, like ET and stuff. And they have a lot of like kind of iconic throwbacks and stuff. But um, but what ends up happening is one of the main kids uh, from the bullies meets that kid later on, the kid they were bullying later on. And it turns out the kid is like, hey can you, like, walk me home? He had fallen um, and hurt his head, and he was like, I could, like, fall asleep and die somewhere. Like, you should walk me home. We used to be friends anyway. And you're like, oh, that's weird. They're, he's, like, a big bully to him. And as they're walking, the other kid, the bullied kid, is like, do you remember that game we used to play when we were friends as younger kids where we'd walk home? And they basically made it this game where if they stepped over this threshold, they would, like, imagine that they could, like, make up their world around them. So they would just play this, like, imagination game where they might fight zombies and werewolves and demons and all this stuff. And, like, that house over there is a witch's house, and they would, like, dare each other to go ring the doorbell and stuff. It's just on my way home from school. So they play that game again, but the movie is really dreamy in the fact that, it, like, in this version, it's almost like an anthology movie because they're telling the stories, and then it shows the story. But then a lot of them are, like... So it's, like, all these different, like, mini little Halloween-ish stories, like, kind of... Um, weird things with like zombies or werewolves and stuff but then it like plays into real life and uh, it was just a really cool movie i can't really say a whole lot about it um because it would kind of ruin it it's kind of hard to though like the plot like i said is just so winding but uh i would definitely recommend it it's something i hadn't heard of at all until it was on netflix and i was just was kind of like this is really cool it's kind of different so when did it come out when was it released it was uh last year maybe or the year before, I think. Maybe, oh, really? Yeah, maybe okay. this year. It's relatively new. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely... Uh, it just it might have come over here a little bit later because of being from Australia or something like that. But uh, okay. it might have come out there earlier. But uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I liked it a lot. It was it was very... I like a lot of movies. Like I had talked to you in person the other... Uh, when we were there last week about Trick or Treat, which is uh, a movie that I, I always watch on Halloween because it takes place in Halloween. It's like an anthology story and it just feels like the holiday and this movie too, I was like, this just like feels like a cool movie to watch on Halloween or close to it. Like, it's like at, at times creepy and at times scary, but at times just like nostalgic and cool and um, otherworldly, and you get like a big mix of things. So, yeah, I thought it was really neat. I would love to watch it again. Actually, out of, out of the list I've mentioned so far, it's the first one I probably rewatch. So, oh really? That's yeah. awesome. So, uh, definitely check that out. There are some other ones, but uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and skip those again for another time because uh, we promised ourselves this would be quick. And uh, it's already gone on a little bit. And we have witches to talk about. So I'd rather just <laughs> yeah. move into witches. <laughs> okay, let's, let's do it. Let's jump over to witches. Witches. Cool. Witches. Witches. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it all over again. I know it. 
Um, Witches, spelled with a Y, so W-Y-T-C-H-E-S, is a comic book published by Image Comics. And it's written by Scott Snyder, illustrated by Jock, and Matt Hollingsworth, who does colors, and lettered by Clem Robbins. Got to give a shout-out to the letterers because that's what you read. You read those those words. It's a tough job. you sell that to me every time. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. I'm like, yeah, without Um, those letterers, I wouldn't be reading this. So So, um, Witches is about um, an unconventional version of Witches. So it's not... um, you know, green skinned ladies, you know, yeah. with boiling cauldrons and Pointy eyes of newt. And yeah, they don't ride around on brooms or anything like that. This is, uh, these are kind of like giant creatures that live yeah. in the woods, essentially. And, uh, um, like ancient and gross. And yeah. Yeah. Had you, had you, had you read horror comics before? Um, anything just the one, like that? no, I'd never read anything. We had talked about Severed years ago, uh, or yeah. whatever, but, um, yeah, this was, this one and then the other one you, you told me about, Uzu, Uzumaki, is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah we're the first, and they are fascinating to me. I love this new thing. Uh, yeah. Never even thought about it for, for comic books, so. It's weird with comics because if you're looking, I mean, you can just, like, flip through the pages so easily. Yeah. I mean, like, with a, with a comic book, you can just kind of time travel through uh-huh. the story, essentially. Um, if you're watching a movie, it paces itself out for you. Yeah. I mean, you can fast forward or whatever, but... Um, yeah, that's a good point. So it's, it's kind of a delicate balance as you're going page by page or whatever, especially if you're looking at a printed version of it. Yeah. Uh, you and I both read this on Comixology, but, um, so you can go individual page by individual page. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's a, a, a tricky thing to pull off horror in comics because if, if you've got a reveal at the bottom of a page... By the time you get to that page, yeah. you have the full image in front of you. So even if you've got two, three panels ahead of it, I mean, everything's kind of could potentially be spoiled. So yeah. there's a, definitely an, an art to it. Um, Witches is about a, a family that moves out to some somewhere on the, the East Coast. Yeah, somewhere, that's what I got, I guess. yeah. Yeah, and um, they're, they're kind of rebuilding or uh, reestablishing themselves. There was some, some trauma that... Um, that the family went through at their previous uh, house and they moved to this one. Um, and uh, I should say it's a, a mother, a father, and a daughter. Yeah. And comics, they just cannot help themselves. They have to give the characters, like, weird names. So the daughter's <laughs> name is Sailor for know, some I reason. I was wondering about that, yeah. There, there's a comic called Lazarus where the lead character, her name is Forever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's just a weird, just weird. They, they can't help it. So... Um, Sailor, when she was at her old school or the, the old town they lived in, uh, she was bullied a lot, and something happened with the bully, and you find out that the, the bully actually got attacked and killed by these witches. Yeah. And so once they move to this new new house in this new town, um, these these witches come back for her. So they, they kind of track her down, even though they, they moved. And uh, the story follows the 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 family trying to figure out what's going on and and whatnot and spoiler alert for for this uh we will end up spoiling this book so if you've not read witches yeah go go check it out um i don't know if they still have it on sale on comiXology but um you can buy it from your local comic shop or comiXology amazon anything like that um what what were your thoughts on this? <laughs> because I, I had some definite strong thoughts about to go first. a portion of this. <laughs> I, like, I'll, I'll... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, 
I was going to I was going <laughs> to say the 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 story itself I liked um there's just some some issues with the art that I've oh, got okay okay strong feelings so, about yeah I was scared to go first only because uh not that I really want to temper what I really want to say necessarily but mm-hmm. I'm not as versed in comic books as you are and so I almost was like Maybe things I'm feeling, it's just I'm, like you said, like uh, how you read it, I, I thought that was great because I felt that the book was really short and that it could have been expanded. And yeah. that's one of the things, uh, criticisms I read about it was that um, it could have been fleshed out a little bit more. And uh, yeah. so I was like, but that, like you said, it's like, well, I also kind of sped through them. Like I didn't mean to, I just kept going, but I was like, I could have taken more time. Uh, and it's, that's kind of an interesting way. So it's like, I'm still getting used to reading comic books and like you pace yourself. That was a good way to kind of say that. And then, uh, with the art, the art too, I was like, some of it was like, okay, well, it's like a horror comic book, so it's like dirty and gross and bloody, and that's cool. But then it's like, the it's almost like the page itself was like splattered with paint, and okay. I was like, yep. I can't tell what's going on a lot. Like it's so <laughs> okay. muddled and muddy, yeah. and I was just like, I okay, I can kind of see it. So it almost didn't draw me in enough to stay on a page either. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that is my number one (laughs) fucking complaint with this goddamn book. Um, This book came out, I think, in 2014 is when it started, uh, October of 2014, and it wrapped up uh, in, like, mid-2015. Okay. I think there were some slight delays on releasing it. Normally, individual issues of comics come out on a monthly basis, but they hit some snags. Whatever. So I never never read it until this past week, really. So I, I, it's something that I've been looking forward to for a while. Okay. Never really had a, an opportunity to read it for anything, so it wasn't on, on the forefront. But this was a good opportunity, so uh, I recommended it to you, and, uh, and we jumped into it. But um, before the, the comic was released, the first issue was released, they released an eight-page preview. Did you have a chance yes. to read that? Yeah. Okay. So the eight-page preview looks normal. That's, that's what I was expecting. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even so notice that if, when you told me to read it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went back and looked at it again mm-hmm. after I was done reading the, the six issues, and I was like, why couldn't the rest of the book look like this? Yeah. Because it just looked like a normal book. Um, it was easy to tell what was going on yep. in the pages. Um, and the issue with it, with which is the main series, the first those six issues, is the coloring for me. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt Hollingsworth, he's a he's been coloring comics for decades and decades. Like, he colored Preacher, okay. um, or the first, like, I don't know, 25 or so issues of it. Mm -hmm. And um, he's just colored a ton of comics. I've never had any issues with his coloring, but this is just some weird choices. Like you said, the the color splatter that's in it. Um, At the end of issue three, there's a a process thing to it. Oh, okay. Um, So um, Jock, he does all of the the line art. Um, So the the actual, like, drawings Mm -hmm. that you would see, the black and white illustrations, he does all of that. And he's a legendary, like, comics illustrator. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. All all of that stuff, he's he's fantastic. Um, The storytelling is great. Um, But the the coloring, Mm -hmm. just some weird choices. Like, I don't don't understand what it was trying to do. Like, um, the, the process for which he colored it, he would color everything you know, digitally and Photoshop, mm-hmm. and he would add some filters here or there um, to make it look, uh, have some texture to it, have it look like paper or whatever. Yeah. But then he would also, uh, he talks about that he would take um, like acrylics and then watercolor on a separate like actual sheet of paper. He would um, splatter the paint or let the uh, the uh, the watercolor drip on it and make all these different patterns. Mm-hmm. And then he would just scan that in 
and add it as a layer to Photoshop on top of the colored art. But it doesn't add anything. No. It actually detracts from it. Yes. And like you were saying, I could not tell what was going yeah. on. And I've been reading... I don't like to brag, ladies, but I've been reading comics for a while. I know, I know. Temper yourselves. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've been reading comics for a long time, yeah. and I, I could not believe how terrible of a decision that was. Like, And it's not anything that's um, – I could see if you wanted to do that and layer it into the backgrounds just to give the background sure. some texture. Like if you've got a – let's say you've got a background that's fully – red or gray or something like that and you want to add some splatters to it just yeah. to have some texture make it a little bit more um, interesting to your eye that's one thing but the splatter goes over everything yeah. except the lettering so it's like you've you've got like bright blues and pinks and purples and oranges on top of things that are supposed to be like scary yeah and it doesn't really fit the tone and some of the splatters are on somebody's face, but also it's in the background. So it just flattens everything instead of making it stand out, yeah. which is what coloring <laughs> is supposed to do. Yeah. It felt I don't, flat. I don't over, know. Yeah. With that, like a whole thing just felt yeah. muted then. And it's yeah. just like, it was and just like one jumbled mess. That's like hard yeah. to differentiate. Yeah. Especially some of the, the scenes um, kind of midway through the series where you don't really get a, a, a great look at what the witches look like. Yeah. And if, if they are, if there's a group of them together, they're like in the trees and it's yeah. like a lot of, uh, a lot of like black shapes and you've got some eyeballs, but then you've got these like wild colors over the top of it that you can't really decipher what they're supposed to be. And part of me was like, oh, maybe he's just trying to like conceal them. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, he's doing this over <laughs> the regular human characters as well. Yeah. And I still can't, I can't tell what the fuck is going yeah. on. So it, it seemed like a lot of extra effort on Matt Hollingsworth yeah. uh, on his his process, but there's not only zero payoff, there's like <laughs> negative payoff. It made me hate this book. And like the, the, like the series itself is good, uh-huh. but I, I don't know that I would reread this yeah. just because it's just so annoying to have to, to figure out what the fuck is going on panel to panel. Because even the, the panels are not set up on like a nine panel grid like it would be for mm-hmm. Watchmen or what you might think of like a regular superhero comic might be. Jock, when he draws the, the the pages, sometimes the panels, it's just like a guy's head and then there's like some black shape over here and then it cuts into another thing. It's not yeah. clearly defined and having the yeah. colors like splattered all over each other makes it super confusing about where your eye needs to yeah, go. Yeah, I felt like I was lost, especially because I've been alternately reading uh, Uzumaki which is a manga, <laughs> so it's, like, backwards. And so, yeah. like, uh, yeah, reading this one, I was, like, because it's so flowing the way he draws it, I was, like, okay, I think I should go here. And it, it always worked out pretty much. Like, I'd be, like, yeah, I'm yeah. on the right spot. But it, it wasn't, like, such a natural flow. I'd always have to be, like, okay, and I'm there, and then I'll go over here. Yeah. And then the art, yeah, it makes it all confusing. I'm with you there. Yeah. I, I gave this book every chance I could. <laughs> I, I read it on a computer. I read it on my iPad uh, and I read a portion of it on my phone just to see if there was like maybe there's some color balancing yeah. that's not working out right or whatever. But no, it just looks like <laughs> shit every time. See, I'd wonder. It's like, so frustrating. I'd wondered if it was my iPad because I have like a, a little crack on part of my iPad and um, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it could be too dark or the colors could be off. And I'd wondered about like a physical book. But I'm glad that you have the same uh, you know experience at least. Not glad, but because it sucks. But at least I'm yeah. not alone. That yeah, we're both kind of feeling that way. So. Uh, I just didn't have all the words to say it because I was, I'm not versed in this language as much. So I'm like, I'm almost going into it like, well, that's his choice. 
I don't know. You know, like I don't particularly <laughs> like it. But as for a yeah. movie, I'd be like, yeah, it's always the director's choice or whatever, whoever's choice. Yeah. But fuck them, this sucks. You know, like I can, yeah. I know when to do that. But uh, this one, I was just like, well, maybe I'm just not used to it. Maybe this is what horror books look like or something. I don't know. I, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I haven't, I haven't really looked into seeing if anybody else has had this yeah. reaction. But like, I remember at the time the book was coming out, um, there are a few different comic centric uh, review shows that I listen to as podcasts mm. and. They, I remember them praising the book, um, yeah. and not really mentioning anything about the the coloring looking like <laughs> fucking shit. Um, it's just a really odd choice yeah. too, because some of the splatter effects he's got at the end of issue three, just so you can see his process, um, they're totally different colors than what end up like the patterns the same. Yeah, but you know he goes in there and alters the the, um, the value of the colors yeah. so that it might have been like blue and yellow that like the colors of the actual paint but he changes them to like I don't know green and purple or something mm-hmm. like that so he's editing them yeah but he, I don't know man like if, <laughs> if I if I was illustrating this book and I got it back I'd be like hey man um, <laughs> you ruined my art maybe not like this yeah <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on and I drew this yeah because I, I only read so at the end they I, I don't know if it's on all comic books where the, the author or the writer or whatever will like put something at the end like an explanation but he talked about like yeah. you know the history of it or whatever I read the first one and I think the last one, uh, not the rest, but they also had, I think it was maybe on the last issue, they showed some like concept art for the witches and they showed like a, just an inked drawing and it was like of a panel or whatever and it was really cool. Um, But yeah, the, it's like, I wonder what it would have looked like and what I would have thought of it. Yeah. If it was colored a different way, but it's, it sucks that it does cover the art that is really good that's there. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was like torture trying to, no, to read funny. this because like I wanted to read it so bad for such a long uh-huh. time, and then after like that first, I, I read like half of the first issue, and then I was like, <laughs> I got to go to bed. Oh, I, I I I don't know how to process this. Hopefully, <laughs> I would love it if like the last issue of this it plays into the story somehow. Uh, yeah. Like, like maybe they're, they're in this, they're in this this weird world, yeah. and there's watercolor everywhere, and then she snaps out of it, and everything looks normal. Yeah. And I would have been okay with that, but no, this is just it. Just looks like uh, like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was so so frustrated. He's like, that. so what I did is I put a camera over my my bed, and I got a dirty <laughs> sheet. I put that on there. Then I just poured garbage on it. Took photos of right. that, layered <laughs> it over, colored them. You're like, yeah, it shows. This is I'm glad you mentioned that because that's how I was describing it to myself as I was reading. It was like, this is like watching a really good movie through a really dirty window. <laughs> yeah, which is not a great way to watch a movie. No, it's just it's not, really not. No. No. So, um... I did like the, the story, though, I would like I would say. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'd read that... Uh, I had some ideas of, of how they could have expanded it, and I, I had wished that it was longer. Um, I was curious for... Uh, like you and I had talked about comic books and I had an idea for one and we were going to sit down and like write and draw some. And I remember mm-hmm. being like, well, where do I put the panels or like, what do I do here? And you were just like, whatever you want. And I'd be like, well, what about what's typical? And you're like, whatever, like this is, they're all, there's nothing <laughs> typical. Like they're sort of, but like, um, it was really cool to think of like, it really is just like, it's, it, it's such a cool medium that it's cheap to do. Um, as long yeah. as you can write and draw something, whatever you can make something and, and, uh, you can do whatever you want. But, um, uh, so a long-winded uh, way of saying that I'm not sure if there's much typical about this uh, versus other things, but yeah. to me, like, six issues for this story, like, I liked the story, and even though the art didn't make me coming back, you know, wanting more necessarily, uh, I was curious, like, for 
for like a movie length, like this story could have filled out a movie, but they didn't put in enough scenes or it could be like a short film in my head, but it went really quick, you know? So, uh, is six Mm -hmm. issues like a good run? Is that a short run or like, how would you equate that? Yeah. That's typically what you would want to put in a, in a collected version of this. If you were to buy one of those like soft cover trade paperbacks off of the shelf at Barnes and Noble or something like that, Mm -hmm. that's what you would typically have is like five to six issues worth of material to put in there so um that's that's pretty typical okay and i know the um you're you're right about the the pacing of it the the story moves pretty quickly if uh if you can get past the uh the weird colors um and figure out where you need to read um yeah the movie does i'm sorry the uh the comic does read pretty quickly beyond that um there are uh certain parts where uh, you get backstory of the like the town or the the witches themselves um, that uh, kind of slows down just a little bit mm-hmm. of the the main story, but it's necessary to know what happens later. Yeah. It. Um, but uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was weird, like the the way the the series ended. Mm-hmm. I know it's something that they had planned to continue on yeah. with later, but I don't know if they're going to pick it up from yeah, I've heard this story rumors, or but not just, yeah like apparently nothing's really come up with it so because the the last page is the last page and that I, it, I don't even think it says the end mm. or concluded or you know something like that uh it's just you turn the page and it's like oh we're back to the like letters yeah. column or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just over yeah. um you're like oh okay. but uh yep um so as far as the the twist to the story yeah. um I guess we we find that out in issue six. Yeah, I, think it's I guess the last I guess one, yeah. the last one, the very last one. Um, did you see that coming at all? Because I had I had no idea um, myself. Not with the mom, no. Uh, is that, that's yeah. what you mean, right? Like that she's yes, yeah. Um, no, I didn't expect that. I thought it was cool when she stood up from her wheelchair and she's uh, she's given her daughter up for whatever. Um, yeah. I thought that was neat because they they played so much with uh, more the dad story and everything that I was so focused on him that I really yeah. wasn't really thinking about the mom that much. So. Yeah, that's that's how it was too. Yeah. Um, and after the reveal, I was like, "Oh yeah, duh, yeah. so obvious." <laughs> it seems because obvious. she yeah. she cannot yeah. walk, and she would like to again. Yeah. Um, I kept waiting for because there's a misdirect with the dad because you it, it's often hinted at that he's got a problem yeah. and he's got there's some flashbacks to him being like a real shithead. So I expected him to be the yeah. one to betray her or have any any type of sinister anything mm-hmm. to go through him and not through the mother um, because she just seemed so kind of tertiary to the yeah. story up to that point. Yeah. But then, you know, once you get that far in, she, she comes back in a big, bad way. Yeah. And uh, I, I love that portion yeah, of it. Yeah, it was cool. I like this story um, actually really a whole lot. Um, I just, I just yeah. wanted more of it. Like I started thinking about ideas of like, Oh, well they could have done this. or they could have fleshed like the mystery of things out a lot longer. Um, you really yeah. like, you're kind of like you, you get like little bits and pieces where they kind of mention something happened and then they mention something happened with the daughter, and then it's like they show a little bit, and the daughter's with like a bully, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you get like a little bit more and a little mm-hmm. bit more. And once they all played out, it was it was uh, cool. But um, I was like, the mysteries could have played out longer. Like it would be like one issue, and you just find out the next issue what happened, and then you go on, you <laughs> yeah. know. And and so I was like, the the answers were all the reveals were always really good, um, yeah. and I could see it being expanded. Um, I also saw that uh, uh, Brad Pitt's Plan B production company bought the rights to this. To, uh, oh, really? to make okay. a movie and I was like I think this could make like a cool property 
just yeah. don't filter it with some weird lens, and maybe you'll be all right. But uh, I could see some there. Like, I liked the story. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah. Some of the I liked the design of the witches a whole lot. Uh, I thought they were pretty yes. badass. They have like faces on the side of their head, sort of, so they can see around trees. And um, yeah. I liked that stuff a lot. And kind of how they uh, they just he's like they don't really have like powers. They just have an ancient knowledge of like things, so they can heal stuff and and people and whatever. And mm-hmm. I like the mythology around it. So I thought I thought I had good bones. It just yeah, it was kind of a weird execution of it. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, in the back of that first issue, like you were saying, he uh, Scott Snyder, the the writer of the mm-hmm. series, he talks about how he came up with the idea, and it goes back to him uh, being a like an eleven year old boy and his neighbor at his uh, his family's like vacation home in Pennsylvania. They would go out into the woods together and go witch hunting, quote unquote, yeah. and um, it's just something that like young kids do, I think. Yeah. And uh, Make it up go out in the yeah. woods, yeah, and uh, kind of mentally psych yourself yeah. out of, of certain things. And he said that he remembered seeing out of the, the corner of his eye, like, a, a witch head, like, peering outside of a tree mm-hmm. and um, being really, like, freaked out about it. And um, it was probably just his mind playing tricks on yeah. him and maybe, like, an actual tree, like, leaning out. And, and it just caught the light the right way or something like that. But that idea always stuck with him and uh so later when he started writing comics he developed yeah. that into this story which i thought was pretty yeah cool i actually like the backstory too. um like i said i didn't read the rest of them so i don't know if he gets much more into it but that first one we talked about like the old car they would get to and like he went back as an adult and and looked and he thought yeah. he saw something again and it was a cool idea like the witches were just waiting for him to come back or whatever uh um, yeah it was a cool yeah. yeah like real life inspiration for it that also kind of fed into the story that was a, a good good thing too yeah yeah yeah. So, um, would you would you continue reading the series if they? I don't know. Continue to. I I, <laughs> I saw so I saw online, I, I you know I looked it up just to kind of get some more info about it and see what people thought, and then I saw the rumors and stuff that it was actually supposed to be like in August of this year that they were going to finally release like Witches Two or something or the the, the start mm-hmm. you know the new series or whatever, um, and it would pick up with the daughter, um, wherever oh, she's okay. at or something, and I was like that's cool and. I'm still, like, confused. Like, there's this whole thing where her dad's, like, go try to find the Irons, and that's what he had gotten advice. Yeah. And it's, like, I still don't know what that is or who they are or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get it either. Kind of confused me, yeah. The way that uh, the article I saw, they, they were, to, like, it was, like, a family called, like, the Irons. And I was, like, oh, so go find Jeremy Irons. Uh, right. <laughs> he is a witch hunter, apparently, and also an actor. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, I was, like, when I saw that, I was, like, oh, well, I'm kind of intrigued to know where the story would go. But, uh, but yeah, I... I I I hadn't talked to you yet to know your feelings about it again just to see like am I am I looking at the art this way or is it like is this like is, I I for sure thought you were gonna come back and be like that was awesome right and I was gonna be like well <laughs> it's hard to see you know so I'm glad that we're like on the same page but yeah maybe if they got a different uh, what, what is it called colorist colorer colorist and, yeah uh, yeah or are they just like told him to knock it off yeah like it's like you're, you're putting a lot of effort into yeah. this it's not it's not good man because <laughs> i thought the story was cool and i could i could take more of that that'd be neat but uh in that world and stuff but um I, yeah i wouldn't go out of my way to go find it necessarily either i don't think like i'll probably forget about it after since it's not out now <laughs> i probably won't go back to it <laughs> yes yeah so i i normally stay up on comic book news but for witches i tended to um uh, not really pay attention to any announcements or whatever yeah. because I didn't want to be spoiled since I had never read this oh, story. Okay. And um, so knowing, you know, where a, a series picked up from the last one 
spoils that yeah. or whatever. Um, unless it's an anthology, then it's not a big deal. Yeah. But um, so I, I purposely stayed away from all of that. So I didn't I didn't know about that. And after I read this, like if it was good, I normally would have hopped online, like you said, oh, yeah. and <laughs> looked into it, see where it was. But now I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if this comes back, if the coloring's <laughs> going to be like this. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck the whole thing. Um, well, and if you don't tell me about but, it, I'm not going to read it again. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, you'll never hear from me again about this. Um, so, witches? Witches? Witches, bitches. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I would say that uh, I, I am enjoying I'm a, I've finished the first two issues of Uzumaki, and uh, that mm-hmm. one is pretty weird and cool. Um, yeah. I like the idea of it just being, like, more obscure, you know, this thing to – like it's just like some of people are obsessed with, like these spirals mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, um, I am intrigued by more horror. I I did ask you about. Um, I had seen a slash film article recommending nine horror comics. Uh, Uzumaki mm-hmm. was one of them, and then um, Afterlife with Archie uh, was one of them. And <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. oh yeah, I have some of those. And uh, so I I read one um, last night. I read part of one last night when I was going to bed. Okay. I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot because. And I told Amanda about him. She's pretty excited about it too. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. she wants to kind of read some of the old Archie comics anyway, so um, she might be doing that soon. But I was like, this seems pretty fun. And now that I know the characters and stuff uh, from the show, right. it might be interesting to me. I, know, I didn't grow up with that series at all. And uh, I actually had a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm excited to finish it, but I thought it was a lot of fun. So That's awesome. Yeah, the uh, that series is the first like kind of step towards Archie not being so, um, so Archie. Uh-huh. You know, like when you think Archie comics, you think like really like wholesome, like family comics, you know. Um, But this was something that just came up kind of it started as a joke. Um, The artist Francesco Francavia, uh, there's a series called Life with Archie, Uh which um, it was a kind of a a dual published series where um, in Archie 600, he got married to Betty or Veronica. Mm -hmm. And in that issue, he actually has like... um, he imagines himself marrying both of them in two different scenarios and the series life with Archie follows both of those uh, where he's, he's married to Veronica for half the issue and then Betty for the half the issue. And they're just kind of like parallel stories. Um, and as a joke, the artist made Afterlife with Archie, <laughs> oh, okay. where, where Archie was a, a zombie. And then they were like, this is fucking awesome. We should turn this into a series. And that's what they oh, did. That's great. So the guy who uh, show runs Riverdale yeah. is actually the, the writer of Afterlife with Archie, oh, okay. Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. And um, that the series comes out very slowly just because the I don't know if it's the story takes time yeah. or. I, the art definitely takes time, yeah. but it looks great. It, it's worth it from what I yeah. hear. So, um, I like I said, I, I buy the issues as they come on sale on Comixology and and uh, kind of jump into that. But I, I, I haven't read yeah. any of the issues yet. So, well, I think uh, I have to turn if to you it. want, I mean, I would recommend it for you if you want mm-hmm. more like the horror stuff. And you, I mean, you seem to like Archie, right? I mean, you have that poster yeah, behind j- you, whatever. That just is. in general. Uh, yep. But to me, like it's the same way that I recommended. Uh, Boys in the Trees and Trick or Treat earlier that it feels like it's just like really cool like it feels like Halloween it's not so like the witch like the witch's book was really like weird and gross and bloody and stuff and this is just kind of like cool and classic monsters and stuff so um, I had a blast yeah. last night reading it I'm, I'm excited to read more of it and show Amanda as well and it was fun like awesome, yeah. I didn't know also like Amanda will tell me about them sometimes but characters in the show um I don't know if they are made for the show or if they're really bringing in characters from the book. 
And it's like, holy mm-hmm. shit, like all those characters in the book. Like everybody. Yes. Yep. I didn't realize yep. all, all those people are actually like all just brought in, which is really neat. And uh, she and I also talked about, I didn't know he was, he wrote the book, whatever, that's cool, but that I had heard recently that the showrunner was like from the comic books world of Archie and that I was like, man, mm-hmm. he's just like knocking out of the park then. Uh, like he probably came in and was like, I have all of the ideas and they're like, let's try yep. him and he's, he's doing great. So uh, yeah. that's really cool. Um, and uh, we also talked about a man and I last night when I was telling her about it and stuff that they're doing the Sabrina the Teenage Witch, um, you know, reboot or whatever, I guess, uh, with, in the Archie mm-hmm. or the R- Riverdale realm. And uh, how I, we were like, man, it would be so much fun. Like, now they're doing more episodes, like 20-something episodes for Riverdale if they did, like, a one-off Halloween episode. And I was like, well, I'm hoping they'll do crossover episodes, at least with Halloween stuff with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But if not, like, I was like, this show is so goofy and teenagery and stuff. It kind of fits where you can just do, like, let's just go one episode and do Halloween and zombies and Archie, and we'll just go back to it later on. Like I would, right? I would totally <laughs> go for that. So, uh, so I hope to do it. And I, this book kind of gives me that like taste of that. So I really want me more. But yeah, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> I mean, it would be the perfect time to do it. We're here in the the last week of October, I know. so I know. they might as well jump right into it on uh, on season yeah. two. Have you seen the most recent episode? Yeah. Did you watch the one from? This? Okay. So uh, um, Amanda wants to wants to uh, at least briefly mention uh, or talk about Riverdale uh, next week as well. So. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, I do too. Uh, I will give a quick mention that uh, in the first episode, they briefly mentioned a drug oh. called Jingle Jangle. <laughs> yes, and it, uh, okay. They mentioned it several more times in this episode, uh, so it wasn't just like a one-off thing. It's like, yeah. uh, hey man, hey man, you, uh, it's like, you got some Jingle Jangle? It's like the new storyline, <laughs> and yeah. we all laughed so hard when they said that in the show. <laughs> When the chief yeah. said that, and he said it so seriously, we're like, oh, that was a funny random thing he mentioned. Like, that's a drug in this yeah. world. And now it's like a yeah. main plot point. And I was like, oh, shit. When that happened in the second episode, I was like, <laughs> damn it. And they mentioned it so many times. I know. And I'm curious if that's something from the comics. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. I, I, I can't imagine the, like, main Archie series being, like, referencing any type of yeah. drugs. But I wonder if in Afterlife with Archie, because I, I hear things get pretty dark in that series. Yeah. If, if somebody's hooked on Jingle Jangle there. Yeah. So oh, man. if you continue I'll reading, you know. you'll, you have to bring it That'd up. That'd be hilarious. It's like how someone turns into a werewolf or something. Right. Man. Yeah, that was, a, that was a turn. I didn't realize. And everybody says it so seriously. Oh, man, that Jingle Jangle. And it's yeah. like, yeah. it makes sense for that, you know, that kind of universe. It's funny, but yeah. I did not expect it to come back. And it is coming back in a nope. big, bad way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh. Well, I think that's uh, that's all we had today. Obviously, we're at another short episode of uh, two-ish hours, yep. so uh, we're so good at this. <laughs> we tried. We tried. We're so sorry. I thought about recently. We need to have some kind of. I'm sure there's an app. Like I can start a timer on my computer, and it goes. It shows on your computer. Like maybe something through FaceTime, and we can be like, we have two minutes. Two minutes. That's it. <laughs> and it's like once it goes over, we just go to the next topic. Like we have to force ourselves. Yeah. We're bad at this, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. This is this is more content. Yeah, there you go. That's what people want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quantity, not quality. Brandon's going to be like, damn it. I told you guys, <laughs> hour and a half, max. <laughs> Why are you talking about comic books? Don't talk about comic books. Um, so, audience, what did you think about witches or anything that we've discussed here today? Um, and there was a scattershot of things, yeah. so surely you have an opinion of something. Just something. So, yeah, please let us know. Um, again, if you've got a sweet menu that, that you want to share with us, you can do that, too. We get hungry sometimes. We'll order some food. Whatever you got. Um, yeah. We just, we, uh, we're just really you, lonely. 
<laughs> Who want tweets and emails? <laughs> yeah. Please, that's the only thing that validates us as humans. Um, also, if you have any show suggestions or questions or comments, let us know via Twitter or e- email. And um, next week, we are, like we said before, we're going to have the LTAS wives back. Um, along with the LTAS husbands, which Yay. is us. Uh, and uh, we're going to discuss Stranger Things Season 2. Yes. Which comes out on, on Netflix this Friday, the... Oh, yep. So, <laughs> what is 27. it? 27th. 27th, okay. Um, I've had that in my so, calendar for uh, weeks, for months. <laughs> Friday, October 27th. So, Stranger Things Season 2. Yep. Um, my friend Daniel Sanchez says that he just recently watched Stranger Things. He got Netflix back oh, cool. and uh, uh, watched that, and he said that he loved it. So, uh, Daniel, be sure to watch Stranger, Thi- Stranger Things Season yeah. 2 with us. And uh, we're going to talk about that on next week's show and uh, probably get into some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, Riverdale, some yeah. slight Riverdale talk. Uh, we'll talk about uh, uh, a situation potentially involving my wife, children, and Mace. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, maybe uh, a couple of other yeah. horror things. I might uh, try to check out some of those uh, Afterlife with Archie comics, okay, or cool, yeah. uh, maybe read some issues of Severed. Um, but uh, yeah, beyond that, uh, like I said, contact us on Twitter at LTASpod. Shoot us an email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And please take a minute to rate and review us. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, beyond that. You can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. You can follow me, Brent, uh, at uh, Brent Hibbard on Twitter and Instagram. And that is going to do it for this episode. So, Stephen, until next time. I'm Stephen. And I'm also Stephen. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I'm Brent. You're asleep. And let's be sure. <laughs> what if you actually sounded like that? Randy would hate that. <laughs> yep. No. You're welcome. What? <laughs> Let's talk Let's later. Let's talk later. Uh, let's see. The Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Gotta get up. Gotta get up. Because we got work to do. That's what I <laughs> listen to on Sunday mornings. Is that how you wake up every day? Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it, gotta go back to work today. <laughs> Shit, I got work to do again. Um, they, okay, again, to this they expect song. you to go every week. Do you want, did you know that as a kid? Every week that, for five that is days. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. There's only seven, man. Did you realize that? <laughs> I don't know who decided this was a good idea, but I had not gone along with it anymore. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. Uh, I'm going to stop. Revolution starts in 2017. Just, I just want a three-day work week, weekend, you know? Just a three-day weekend every week. No, I do a three-day work week. That's fine. Okay, that too. L- let's go with your original. Demand high. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, my chair was acting up on me. You silly, silly man. Got I had my chair was backfiring. <laughs> That's your um, butt. It's called toots. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's gonna go in the Alatex. <laughs> it's your butt. It's called toots. Is that a T-shirt? Is that it, our first it T-shirt? It should be. Yeah. <laughs> our first quote. That'd be great. That's your butt. It's called toots. <laughs>